This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Cake Zambi of Cerberus, Miri Kennett of Sargantanis, Sevo Kevo Ruyuki of Gilgamesh. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Coming up this week on Checkpoint Radio, the Nintendo Direct had so much more than just a few Final Fantasy titles, we'll talk about everything making its way to the Switch. Plus, TwitchCon is upping its security in the wake of the Jacksonville shooting. Will other events have to follow suit? That's all coming up on your source for eSports and video game discussions, Checkpoint Radio from Westwood One. Join me, Nate, Robbie Norris, and Joe for Checkpoint Radio. Listen on demand Fridays at our website at CheckpointRadio.com. Prepare for trolling. They see us rolling. To protect the world from monotony. To entertain all members with comedy. To stuff all RP nerds into lockers. To murder all healers with shaddied walkers. Juxta. Hollow. Dick ninjas play worse than a jump potion sprout. Abandon now and eat the lockout. Wabafet. Live. I don't get it. And Mika. Oh my god. LimitBreakRadio.com Five, four, three, two, one! Welcome! 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 To Limit Break Radio. Limit Break Radio. Episode 175. Thanks so much for joining us here at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. I miss you so much. It hurts sometimes. And we've got some big announcements. Got to get right out of the way here at the top of the show. This will be the last episode of Limit Break Radio (gasps) on this Twitch channel. Oh. Oh. That, yeah. that doesn't seem so bad. We're going to be We're going to be moving on over to twitch.tv/checkpointradio. We've got an, a lot of other announcements to make about that, but you're going to have to wait. You're going to have to go over to twitch.tv/checkpointradio next Sunday for episode 176 of Limit Break Radio to find out what the full scoop is. Yeah. Big, big changes in store, not just for Limit Break Radio, but for Checkpoint Radio as well. Cookie spamming that twitch.tv slash Checkpoint Radio in the chat. Click Go it. Follow. follow it. Go follow. follow. Yes. So uh, we're happy to have you along here at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. Got a lot to talk about. A lot of patch 4.4 discussion to have. But before we get to that, I want to remind you guys that we are just one of the many members of the Final Fantasy XIV creative community that is throwing an amazing shindig the Friday of FanFest. 
then that's all going to go down over at the eSports Arena at the Luxor in Las Vegas. It's going to be the littiest party you've ever been to. I don't think, think that's a word. <laughs> it is now. I don't think that's a thing. Littiest has five fire emojis at the end of it. Five. Five. Five five or more. How about that? Five or more. Five plus fire emojis whenever you use the word Lydiest. Gotcha. Okay. So uh, we have been uh, progressively announcing more and more guests that are going to be attending the 2018 Final Fantasy Creative Community After Party at the Esports Arena at the Luxor in Las Vegas. And I think one of them is joining us on the phone. Are you there? Hey guys, Mr. Happy here. Hey, it's Mr. Happy! Come on, you're not actually that excited. No, we are. We're we Of course we're excited. We're really Jesus. Did you even try? We're really excited to have you uh joining us for the creative communities after party uh out at the Luxor in Vegas. Uh so uh, happy. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Take off your clothes. Jesus. <laughs> Thanks for thanks for having me. <laughs> I I didn't know where to go after that after that audio. Clip. Just well, just keep your clothes on. That's for one. Thing. Yeah, don't listen I to Juxta or the drops. That's all you need okay, to know well, about I that. I can't promise uh, any of that. Do so. your job. So uh, we're we're super excited to be throwing this after party, and uh, super excited to have you know like all of our friends are going to be in attendance. Mister Happy, you're going to be there. I understand. Sly is also going to be out there oh. as well. Oh, sweet. No, those are also our friends, by the way. Yeah. Yes. It, well, you know, for me, I think it's really nice to, when, when we tease like all the people that are going to be here to actually announce someone cool and who actually has a following that might get some members to show up. So yeah, right. Really I, cool. we, we didn't see much of a bump after we announced Fusion X. So <laughs> I think Just we lost it. a couple RSVPs. <laughs> Did you see much of a bump after you announced you would be there? I don't. Uh, well, uh, you know, we sold the initial uh, the 35. initial. Yeah. Thirty five. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. What have you done? Yeah. So I've sold one. Me, <laughs> there you go. Well, no, but uh, Happy's gonna be in attendance. We're gonna try to get as many members of the FF14 creative community to come out and party, and uh, we invite you to come and party with us. That's going to be uh, $55 a person, so totaling out with sales tax about 60 bucks for a VIP wristband to the upstairs area where you're going to be able to party with not just the members of Limit Break Radio, not just the members of Eighth Right Radio, Maelstrom Radio, but also Mr. Happy and Sly are going to be there as well. So if you're a fan of State of the Realm, then you'll definitely want to check this out. Uh, again, downstairs bars, cash and carry. First come, first serve. There is a Fortnite tournament that night so if you can't get in if you didn't get your vip wristbands there is no necessary there is not necessarily a guarantee that you're going to be able to get into the esports arena so make sure that you rsvp asap and uh do that over at our website limitbreakradio.com does this mean that we can uninvite sister yappy now yeah sister, okay si- sister yappy and uh and uh yister crappy and oh, uh, all of, crappy wasn't coming. I, I put my foot down. <laughs> I'm like, no way. And I came back to the crappy one. That's the first word I heard. Uh, well, dude, we are so excited that uh, that you're going to be hanging out with us out in uh, in Vegas, man. This is going to be an awesome time. We want as many of the FF14 community to come out and party with us because it'll be the last opportunity that you get to party with Limit Break Radio. Ooh. 
and they're guess all what? going sober. And remember, that's right. Scalia, I'm pretty sure Scalia has now confirmed. Scalia has confirmed. Will be there. That's and, right. Uh, I, mean, and, I know all about following. Yeah. And Prince Clary is uh, trying his damnedest to make sure he's out there as well. It's, it's about 50-50 for mm-hmm. Prince Clary at the moment. Right. So, yeah, we're going to be uh, we're going to be partying out in Vegas. Again, uh, Mr. Happy is going to be joining us. Uh, thank you, Mr. Happy, for coming on and uh, hanging out and announcing that you will be at the party. Thanks for having me. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm going to have to keep an eye on Sly, though, because you put him in a... You put him in that setting, and he gets. Uh, you know what? You know what? He knows how to party. Me and Sly. Oh yeah, he does. me and Sly. I'm calling it right now. That's it. We're gonna be the Dashley duo. Sly, you don't know it yet, but we're teaming up big time. Wow. Okay. What does that even mean? I don't. You have to wait and see. Will you have mustaches? It's gonna be. At, you know. We might have <laughs> to. Uh, at the start of the night, they'll have them by the end of the night. There you go, Mr. Happy. Thanks so much uh, for uh, for coming on, announcing that uh, that you're gonna be there and partying with us, man. No problem. Yeah, I'll let everyone know on State of the Realm on Tuesday, too. And you have a nice handy link. That's to, right. To, to, to what's the word I'm looking for? To give to out? RSVP. 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 That's right. So uh, please, uh, you know, get those RSVPs in and uh, come party with us out in Vegas. Check out Mr. Happy on State of the Realm and, of course, over at uh, at his uh, Twitch page. I, I can't remember the numbers that come after your name. So 1227. There you go. Mr. Happy 1227. Get rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thanks so much for uh, for coming on and hanging out with us, man. Thanks for having me. You guys have an excellent show. Thank you very much. Remember, if you want to call Limit Break Radio, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. And that reminds me, we haven't even kicked it on over to our Aorzean studios yet. So we still got to do that. Also, Uh, I have heard through the Grapevine Scuttlebutt that there is more people going to the the after party for the FanFest creative. Yeah, obviously. There's a bunch more people we just haven't announced them yet i know we we do it progressively each week we know who's coming i know okay so uh what (laughs) no 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 okay what are we doing not hear it no we we heard it i'm coming is it time for the news yet (laughs) It's not. Are you? Are you? I am officially announcing that I will also be at the uh, the fan fest after party as well. Wow. Okay, but you weren't invited. Yeah, I don't think you're allowed to go. What? You're not allowed to go. I already RSVP'd. The money's in the bank. It's done. Oh, it's it's done. God damn it! I'm gonna. All right. Then we're all going to be together. This is a good yeah, thing. Yeah, all right. All of LBR is there. Right. This is a good thing. Just, I'm excited. Thank, thanks, Nika. I'm going to need you to bring another dildo. <laughs> so uh, you'll be able to, to party with, officially, all of the Limit Break Radio crew. Yeah, exactly. Everyone is going to be there. I'm, so, I'm really... I'm, 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 everybody I'm glad, is Chuck, there. I'm glad that, that It's like that Smash Brothers. <laughs> So I know you didn't get a ticket to Fan Fest. What no, you, you're no. just going out to Vegas. It's just, just for the fan. For just for the the party. Just for the party. Uh-huh. One night. One night. And then you're flying out and there and back again. Just like a like a famous. Did hobby. you did you get did you <laughs> did you get like <laughs> enough time? Like, are you not even staying overnight? I'll stay overnight. Oh, you are okay. 
But yeah, I'm I was going to say you're going to be awfully drunk heading back to the airport. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought they're going to be that, like, take so. off your shoes, and you're like halfway taking off your pants. <laughs> sir, sir, put your pants back on. I gotta take off the pants before the shoes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay lots of pictures. I would pay so much money to see drunk <laughs> Juxta trying to get through the TSA. the TSA. Oh my god. That'd be hilarious. Oh my god, I would love it. Um so uh yes, lots of big Oh, really quick. You know what? you can't bring Bert Bert, right? Why not? Like it cuz it's a, it's a party. It's a, it's a bar in a casino and it's loud and we don't need more Is she can party. No, yes. she cannot. Yeah. No, she, no, pro- she okay. can't. She probably can't. How many jello really shots shouldn't. can she handle? Uh at least 3 in one night. Thank you very much. Oh man. There's so much wrong here. Uh, remember the Fan Fest after party Friday, November 16th from 8 p.m. to midnight. That's over at the Esports Arena at the Luxor in Las Vegas. Is it time for the news yet? Nope. Not yet. Sure isn't. You know, you're going to be real disappointed here in a minute, old war goat. So we've got another big announcement that can't wait until next week. So we've got to tell your penis. It's not. No. Oh. Uh, we've got another announcement that we've got to make this week, and that is that this is your very last opportunity. Justa is big enough to be his own Ocean's Eleven. Vegas. <laughs> it was a fat <laughs> joke. Uh, was it, though? It was. A, a bad one, but it was a fat joke. You're fat. So one other thing that we have to announce this week is that this is your final week to be able to order something from Patreon. The Patreon, as of next week, has to go bye-bye. Has to <gasps> close down, guys. Has to go bye-bye. So mm-hmm. if you've been on the fence about any of the postcards from Eorzea, getting a, a shirt from Limit Break Radio, uh, getting one of the keychains, uh, then uh, now is your opportunity. Now is your last opportunity, at least for the foreseeable future, uh, to be able to go and get in on that. That's patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. This is your last opportunity. By next week, it will be gone. We will explain. We will explain, old workout. I do promise that eventually we will be able to explain. It's not going to be able to be this week. It's going to have to be next week. So make sure that you tune in over at twitch.tv slash checkpoint radio to find out what the big mystery is. I I, I like this. Now people like the hype. uh, uh, uh. There's certain uncertainty. I know. There's the a lot now. of uncertainty. This is mysterious. People are. I, I. I can guarantee you, people are freaking out right now because we've. You know, there. There have been major shifts in this show in the past, but nothing like this. This is. Mm-hmm. This is a bit different. This I think is like people, moving the tectonic plates. People. People are are starting to 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 understand how big and how transformative this is actually going to be. So, uh, again, patreon.com slash limit break radio. This is officially your last week to go get it done. Uh, and uh, I'm actually not going to be here next week. <gasps> I, know. What? I know I am going to be in Las Vegas. You're fired. Oh, so, 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 so you're going to leave it to like me and Juxa to do the explaining. Uh, Nika, are you gone too? Well, I might be. I'm going to a wedding next weekend. Wow. Oh, she's gone. My flight leaves at noon on Sunday. 
So we're going to ruin everything, Juxta. Mm. <laughs> I got the black lung pops. <laughs> oh, <laughs> got to call okay. to work. <laughs> Great. Good luck, Mr. Collum. All right. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, I'm going to be in Vegas for the Esports Business Summit. Oh, that sounds mm. prestigious. It is. Mm. What, what are you going to do there? Uh, I'm I'm gonna adult stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna be interviewing people. Oh, you're gonna do be doing adult stuff. Yeah, in Vegas. Lol. I get it. <laughs> so actually, now that I think about it, because we're gonna be out at, or no, the esports business summit starts on Monday. Yeah, so well next week, Twitch.tv slash Checkpoint Radio. Get your Limit Break Radio fix over there. So. Um, but this is this is big, guys. This is uh, super big. You don't want to miss it. Yes, that's right. Uh, we also are looking for entries for Juxtober. Juxta, how many entries for Juxtober have we had? Had or have? Have. Two? We have two. Ooh. Two, I think. Hmm. If I'm not mistaken. Are they good ones? Yeah. I mean, obviously, we don't want, like, good ones, but are they, like, good, bad ones? 50-50. Okay, one good, one bad. Yeah. Or one good, one, bad, one, one bad, One bad. good, bad, and one bad, bad. Gotcha. And okay. then there's bad, 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 bad. Oh. Ah, okay. So Did, did Lloyd send in his high school band stuff again? <laughs> that, that's the bad, 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 okay. bad. That's what I thought. So, anyway, yeah, uh, Juxtober, if you have an entry that you would like to submit for uh, critique on the show, then send it on over to hosts at LimitBreakRadio.com, because uh, we are still looking for entries for Juxtober. It is almost October. Almost. Almost. So, uh, I think, I mean, with two, we have enough to do the bet. Right. Oh, so. easily. Easily. Plus, mm-hmm. we're going to do at least one of, like, some of our old stuff, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Oh, yeah. We're totally going to do I that. I really think we should at least do the very this... first episode that Juxta appeared on from LBR. Eh, this might 1. be like 0. a two-parter episode, Juxtober, because I think we could have like plenty of plenty of content mm. to warrant two shows worth. Okay, cool. Assuming. Assuming what? What? Assuming what? Just assuming. Okay. Anything you want, really. I mean, it's up to you. I'm not the one who's... Okay, assuming you do the work? I mean, I'm going to do the work. I don't know why you would have to assume that. So there's no assuming. We're going to have two Juxtobers, is what you're I saying. I mean, everyone can assume something in life. That's how you make uh, asses for me. <laughs> That's how the saying goes. No, it's I don't think that not. is how that goes. It's definitely not. Anyway... So, uh, I guess let's check out what's going on in FF14 News. This is a limit-breaking news update. Is it news time yet? There's no news today! Which well, is weird. That's, like well, nothing. there's a patch. That's no, a little okay, anticlimactic. Okay, but, but that's our discussion, that's so it's not, not news, the news, Nika. Nika. Like, they didn't even add anything to the cash I mean, shop the that I'm aware of. the news is that patch happened. No, okay. that's the discussion. Yeah. Nika. Look, I wouldn't understand you. I wouldn't expect you to understand how this works because you don't actually help make shows. I know it's the dis- Okay? So just, yeah. can we just, all right? Right, but the fact that a patch Look, happened you're barely our endgame correspondent, okay? As barely, so can you has a week one savage night. Okay, Nika. Nika, what is your item level, <laughs> Missy? 372. Oh, wow. Well, it's not uh, not quite as high as my 380 now, is it? Oh! Did you buy all the crafted That's right. Whoa, 380 and all, and all I've played these past three months is like 
Right, but how much money do you have left over from when you just get free money for asking? Eureka, Nika, how does that feel? Eureka, I give zero shits. How much content have you cleared? Three eighty. That's the thing, though. That's the thing. You've worked so hard to get to where you are. You even, like you said, you got your your week one clear on uh, on the first turn. I think, and all I had to do was go to the auction house, and and I mean, really, how long is it going to take you to catch up to my item level now? You know, Nika. You know, Nika, because (laughs) because Kahlo has such a drastically higher eye level than you. I think that it would be you know nice of you to extend an invitation to your raid group. Yeah, I could really use a raid group. Yeah, but you said you said I had to play like white mage or machinist. I want to play ninja. (laughs) What? Well, we already have a ninja. Okay, what's his eye level? Yeah, yeah. Know. what's his eye level, Nika? Well, look, I, don't I, know. I actually, look, I'm not going to compete with gear. He can have all the gear. I know you have extra slots available, right? You don't. <laughs> but you, wait, but you got your win through a pug. Yeah, because we only raid on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Bam, 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 oh, see, okay, that, that's not going to work because I do real raids on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh-huh. Okay, then yeah. why? We are, <laughs> we are, are four, we are four out of four out of eight Shooting heroic out your ass on, right uh, well, excuse me, no. <laughs> four out of eight heroic in World of Warcraft. Thank you very like, much. Oh, invite me to raid. Oh, but I can't. Well, okay, I didn't realize that, that you pretend talking. to raid on my real raid days. That's all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. It actually is, it makes you a better player, I think, a better raider if you can clear content with a lower eye level. Person. Oh, that's why she has such a low item level, guys. But you can't clear content with a lower item level. Or because, because I don't have people only, that just you didn't even get world first or world second or world like being eighth. world first is not not worth the stress. But you just said it's, yeah, it's better really, if you clear really, with lower item level. So really, it you, makes you a better player. I'm not saying that everybody should. Are, are you going to not get any gear for until you beat all of uh, sure. OS 12? Sure. Let's do that. <laughs> all right. So that was fun. Uh, let's talk about patch 4.4. Oh, uh, if, if you want to give us a call and give your opinion about patch 4.4, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Are you liking it? Are you not? Is it too similar to 3.4? Because I, I think, Juxta, you may have pointed out that last week, as we were reading through the patch notes, there was virtually nothing different between 3.4 and 4.4 i mean just in terms of the overarching content Mm -hmm. like the 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 macro level stuff that we got there really wasn't much difference in in, in fact in fact 3.4 added uh the the slowy or whatever the fuck her name is those books the orphanage stupid yes that whole thing the crafting tokens and and so you know there was there was actually something a little bit more meaningful added back in 3.4 as opposed to 4.4 so uh, we're gonna get the next eureka in four or five who wants the next year? Yeah, no, we're what? supposed to get that in oh well four point four five, is that what you mean? Yeah, D- four five. Does four point four five. Does it does, does anyone it, care? No. I, I I think Pagos was so poorly received all around that nobody really gives a shit. <laughs> I think I'm gonna make a Hold prediction on. right here. I don't think we're gonna get a, an elemental level increase because of all the people who aren't going to do Pagos. Like all those you know, people still can't even do pyros now. <laughs> just just so you guys know, there was a dude on Reddit who was very happy about the fact that he finished all of his Pagos weapons. Wow. Like ev- for every single job every or just si- the ones every, he needed? Every single job. That guy Holy is a really shit. sad life. Yeah, no, he was Why? really he was really. I had like about five it. Animus weapons, I think, and I was totally over it by that point. I can't mm-hmm. imagine doing even five Pagos weapons. 
So, uh, where where do we want to start here? Can we start with Terror Terror's comment in the chat where he says, 4.4 feels like a good patch, to be honest. Can we oh. start with that? Okay. Can oh. we start with that? Every patch feels like a good patch for one day. And then- you know what? Yeah. It doesn't even. For, it doesn't even. I don't know that I even got my day out of it, right, to be for, honest with first you. First of all, this... Uh, no spoilers episode. We're going to try to keep the spoilers okay, light. Well, mm, oh, oh, my gosh. Uh, how spoiler-free, though? This is dumb. You can have all of the fucking shit done within nine hours, but if you just rush the MSQ, you can have that done in, like, three hours. Okay, well, here's can the... We ha- there's no excuse. Here's the thing that is I want to... Is there an excuse? Com- a good excuse, Mr. Kahlo? Mr. Kahlo, is there a good excuse you don't have your MSQ done? There are some people who... <laughs> We'll talk about it. That found the MSQ too difficult, so they might not have it done yet. Oh, I'm sorry. You must not have heard me because <laughs> I said, is there a good excuse? Okay, there's, nothing, there's nothing good about this game, Wait so a why minute. are you holding them to a to an unobtainable oh, hold, standard? Hold on. Did did I just hear that? Because I feel like I stroked out what? for a second. What? Did you say someone felt like the MSQ was too hard? Well, on the official forums, a Mr. Snapdragon, we're not going to give out his server. Well, even though he's, he, it doesn't matter, he's not playing anymore but anyway snap dragging my <laughs> balls on your face <laughs> wow he writes damn. on the official forum damn dude that was awesome he writes on the official forum escalating skill requirements and ff14's future now this oh, is in no. this is in relation to the solo duty that you have to do in the msq the the only fun thing that i've experienced yeah, in I the patch so far yeah. difficulty yeah. Uh, I'm glad there are people who find every element of the game enjoyable. I'm glad there are people who find the pieces I'm going to talk about easy and fun. This post is not for them. I've been playing MMOs since 2000. At this point in FF14, I don't see a future for myself in the game. You suck! The level of gameplay skill required just to get through the MSQ is fast approaching the limits of my capability. Hashtag get good. Bard main. Hey, be nice this guy. He clearly doesn't have any hands, all right? <laughs> Bard main. Item level 350. And I cannot get through Wait, Will of the Moon. Fucking Tome Gear was 360. Dude. Just the part <laughs> Okay, where- spoilers. Guess what item level Juxta was at the start of this. 350. Did you have any problem? No. I didn't even lose once. Really? I, no. le- I I lost at least once. Well, I have, I'm a red mage, so I have healing, so oh. it makes it a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, just the part where I still get to play my own class, never mind the part where I would be forced to play as another. At what point does a dev team recognize that continually boosting challenge, in quotations, in required content will eventually drive away part of their player base. I've already quit Guild Wars 2 for exactly this issue. I couldn't complete the main story quests. Please leave the extreme difficulty for... Oh my god. (laughs) For, you know... Extremes and savages. You're some kind of moron, you know. Tone down all the way off. Tone down the MSQ battles and job quest battles. I'm looking at you, Red Mage 60 battle. To be fair, I didn't have trouble with that. That was actually a pretty challenging fight. And thank you, Square Enix, for that challenging fight. It was fun. Yeah, it was good. That end, if multiple solo deaths with no way to get help when you need it, at the very least, use the tool you built into the game, the Echo, and allow us to have it in these instanced fights. Oh, my God. I thought they do. They do. They do. They do. They do. 
It's steps of faith all over again. Yes, it is. P.S. You should also add in other option to the account cancellation process where we could enter the actual reasons instead of the ones you've selected for us in the preset list. In my case, game difficulty too hard to be fun. Oh. Lick, lick, lick my balls! Wow. wow. I, please, I hope this is a troll. This has got to be a troll. Be a troll. I, 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 I wish that it was. I, I honestly I wish I that it was. think that it was. But I, I've seen enough complaints about this fight, though, to think, you know, maybe it's it's not though. Here's the thing. I, mean, I it thought was a nice level of difficulty. I felt. Yeah, yeah, it was. I died once too when the uh, meteor actually hit the thing because yeah. I didn't have any of my cooldowns to uh, to blow on her. Yeah, I I forgot to <laughs> to bring down uh, whatever the the defensive thing is. I was still in tank stance. Yeah. So I didn't have. When enough. you went in the second time, no problem though, right? Totally fine. Boom. Yeah, then I went back echo. in a second time and I <laughs> I got to the second half of the fight in the game. Like I've noticed ever since the patch, I just get random DCs where it just kicks me out. No lag, nothing. I just get kicked out. So I get to the second, you know, the first phase is actually really long. So then you get to the second half so and you just long. get DC'd and you have to start all around. So that pissed. you know what? That was, was the only so thing that kind of pissed me off is that yeah, like at the point that if you lose to the meteor phase, uh or or if you were one of the poor son of a bitches that actually had it bugged, right? Because yeah. there was oh, a bug? Yeah, there was a bug uh, where I think if you attack the other the other guy uh, in the instance that it would like he just became invincible. His HP could be zero, but he wouldn't actually die. Oh, I never oh. tried to um, I, I, I heard about that that from uh, more than a few people. Um, but I, I I mean, this was just not challenging, you know, like. At, at the point where if you lost at the meteor phase, yeah, it was a, it was a bit of like five minutes worth of a fight that you had to do over again. Not that bad. No, no, hmm. not. No, but just to like finally like be awake enough and like focusing enough to like not die and then to be disconnected was really disheartening. But certainly not enough to go and bellyache and no, complain on the forums like that. No, no. I thought it was fun. Uh, here's my thing. They, I, I bet I would be willing to bet my left nut that they only died a single time because Jux, as you said the more and more times you fail it does actually give you an echo it gets easier for mm-hmm. you yeah i don't believe that they tried it multiple times then no nope. or else they would have realized oh it is getting a little bit easier or you just that uh, you just suck that, that fucking they, much this just sounds like someone who had a bad day or just couldn't stay out of shit yeah i, I mean listen it, it happens to us all it's fine you don't have to you know it doesn't actually. you don't have to bellyache about that on the on the forums you just made yourself look really shitty. See, the thing is, I under, I almost understand, like, I don't, I can't compare this to Steps of Faith, because at least in Steps of Faith, if you're good, other people can fuck up your run, and I get that. That's but this true. is, like, by yourself. Yeah. You, you should be able to you just, just rely suck. on yourself to that's not That's all. Suck. I mean, yeah. that's 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 <laughs> it. You, you're just a bad player, and you should have quit this game. You deserve to quit this game. Sayonara. Bye. Nobody's going to miss you. Bye-bye, Felicia. Uh, let's go to our phone lines and talk to Nutella Waffles of Adam Antoise. What's going on, Nutella? hey guys how's this going it's going good on my end all right man sounds good we're all right here well first of all because i just heard this to this dumbass it sounds like the guy who's going to be an off-tank paladin spamming rage of halone you have look are probably just spamming the third part of their combo it sounds like they are very very at the very bottom skill of this game these msq fights are freaking but he's been playing mmo since 2000 that's a long time not an idiot facts yeah, i mean it kind of uh, does because it means he's just throwing his money away for nothing yeah low call me low call me 
Um, but anyways, I was calling in today specifically um, to say that uh, I honestly think I saw a huge improvement over the raids. Um, the normal mode raids especially were a surprise in the <clears throat> difficulty curve over the last two tiers. And Savage looks even better. They're still not what I want because there's no trash mobs going into them in nor- into normal mode. Yeah, they got mode. rid of even the normal mode trash mobs. Yeah. <laughs> the quest yeah, that, that trash just, mobs. That was it just... Doesn't, it doesn't feel like a raid anymore, but, you know. Oh, really, yeah, Nika? I, I, Why doesn't it feel like a raid anymore? Because they got rid of quest trash mobs that you fight a single time? I mean, no. It's never it's just, felt like it's, a raid. It's part of it, though. Like, it's... They had tried to make it feel like a raid and then gave up. On uh, I don't know. That I don't. They did. I don't. Yeah, uh, they, they I, didn't try they this really time. I think that they just this dropped. This time the, they didn't try it all. They just they dropped just the like pretense. Was, yeah, there. Yeah. It's it, like they we dropped. They dropped the fact that they were pretending it was a raid and just said it. They're just hard primals. That's right. fair. That's fair. Yeah, that sounds about oh right. Oh my gosh, Nikki, you've That's made fair. such a big leap today. I'm so proud of you. What did you did? Yes, this is. You're like halfway to really accepting it, and it's just you're halfway there. There, you're. You you, you say this like I didn't bitch about the last raid tier and not even start raiding for a month in because I hated it so much and I was so burnt out on it. It's honestly, it warms my heart to hear you accepting these things and admitting them. So let's actually be so happy. So let's actually talk about some of the the normal mode raid mechanics, because I do agree with Nutella waffles that the fights are better than they've ever been. Agreed. They are. They're fun, which is something this expansion has been very good about. Yep. Um, I I, I mean, some of the primals, I'm not sure that I I was totally in love with. I can't even remember a lot of. Now, hold on. Is this this just because we know you're not in love with with the actual models themselves, but even the fight design, just the fight. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I I mean, other than the part where you're free falling in in Biaco, I there wasn't like a whole lot that I thought was terribly memorable about that fight. So I didn't love it. I didn't do the extreme mode of it either. So that may be uh, maybe part of it. Baker, but extreme is <laughs> uh, not too different from normal. There's like one or two new things, but it's it, it's pretty much you know normal mode, you know extreme. Fair enough. But I did really like the mechanics of the three of the Omega fights that I've done. I haven't done the last fight. We'll get to that. Uh, but uh, so far of, you know, uh, of of the three fights that I've done, chaos was a lot of fun. Midgar Somer, despite, you know, being or implications or lack thereof. Yeah. <laughs> being a little bit frustrating. It was a fun fight. It was and a good fight. Although, my, my one complaint about it, n- not the RP. We'll get to that. But my complaint about the fight itself, it was real difficult because a lot of people in our group died a lot of times. Yes. But we did still one shot it. Yes, we did. We did. Uh, I didn't end up one shotting uh, Omega. Uh, that I think we had three wipes on, but was also a very good, you know, from a mechanic standpoint fight. Um, I liked that a lot. And then we get to the fourth fight and I was so mad about the story that I was like, fuck this. I'm not, I'm not doing the fourth fight tonight. None of the Omega story was any good. No, it was was, all disappointing and let it down. All of it was fucking bad. And, and I mean, I don't know why I thought it could be good from Alexander being so terrible, but (laughs) it, it, but Omega is like irredeemably bad, right? Like, like just didn't even bother to like throw in like a twist at you or anything. No, nothing. I'm I, like, I'm waiting for something that is like, you know. Oh, like, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Or I would have had to make logical leaps and bounds to get there. But. Guys, guys, the twist was that you were expecting there to be one. And they're like, what's the most boring, mundane thing we can possibly do? 
and then they made it even worse than that. I I literally am so mad about the fucking story for Omega. See, I I, I told you guys that Alexander wasn't going to seem that bad when we were done with Omega. It was like Alexander was bad, and I didn't think it could get worse. Oh, <laughs> but it did. oh, oh, oh and, and and this is this is really uh, short sighted on Square Enix's part because if you're not even rewarding your end game raiders with a good story, then there really is like I'm so glad that I checked out of uh, Savage Mode rating when I did, you know, because like that was the last time that it was even halfway decent because I, I dude, I did not even care about the coil gear. I cared about getting those fucking cutscenes unlocked. Yeah, that's what I gave a shit about. And but thankfully, our lords and saviors at Square Enix foresaw this event happening. And they said, you know what? Our cutscenes are going to be so terrible that we'll just give them to you for free in the normal mode. Here's, and you won't be so upset when you get them for doing Savage. Do you, do you guys remember after Coil wrapped up, Yoshi P had said, like, we spent way more money on this than we should have. <laughs> Right. Like, why does it always come back to money? It it does come back to money. And here's the thing is that then they went on at the next fan fest to tout that, you know, the next expansion would have three times the budget. And yet none of that is put into what is seen as, you know, some of the most important content in your game. None of it. Mm. Hmm. Like I, I, I the 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 story behind Omega is so lazy. I almost can't believe anyone wrote it. Like it's That's so something I wrote in like fifth grade. Right. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, well, they were watching Dragon and they Balls fought. on TV, and they're like, "What would it be like if I did a Final Fantasy style?" Tournament? And then I beat the bad guy, and then he, he's no, dead. no, because you know what? Because if you would have got someone in middle school to write this story, at least Alpha would have had some type of payoff. Oh my god. He would have. He would have. Okay, can anyone explain to me what the purpose was for Alpha in the beginning? Bait. They literally I mean, say it. Alpha, I mean, no, to get it us there. Alpha was trying to recreate life forms and kept trying to recreate a chocobo and what? failing, and that's why he looks like that. It was like he was trying to base his first... Because, okay, Alpha's powers were never originally meant to be made to create life, like Sid says. Omega's like, power. Or Omega's power was never right. meant to create life. So then when he's like, okay, I'm going to try to create life by imitating a chocobo and it kept failing. And Alpha was like the first anomaly or success, but he still doesn't even look like a chocobo. That's why he looks like a chocobo. Well, that's why he looks that way. But his purpose was to bring us there. Yeah. His purpose was to bring in people for Omega. Yeah, but we didn't even need Omega. We're like, there's a giant hole. Let's go see what's in it. Yeah. Or maybe the fact that at some point, Omega just decided to murk uh, Biggs and Wedge from wherever he was. You don't think he could just be like, all right, I'm going to grab this guy and put him in our hole now. You don't think that's possible? Right. But I mean, it's not like it's not like Omega existed on a distant star somewhere and we needed someone to to bring us bring to us, him. Yeah, because didn't we meet Alpha literally outside of the hole, outside of the rift? That I yeah. don't remember. I don't remember I at all. I don't remember either. I think I we did? Don't remember I'd at all. i put money on it. Yeah, well, regardless of the fact that we were going to go see what the fuck was up with that hole anyway because of the energy it was emanating. Like, we didn't need bait. Valinor hits the nail on the head in the uh, chat room, says Alpha's story uh, was to sell plushies. So. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I already had a joke about, about Dungeon Plus. I'm going to make it an alpha costume. 
for Fan Fest. Can we just talk about how much I hate Nika right now? Nute- <laughs> Nutella. All, uh, of <laughs> All of the hate for Nika. What was your favorite fight mechanically uh, out of this patch? Um, I would have to say right now uh, it's a tie um, between 11 and 12 normal. I only have experience with a 9S clear and uh, some... 11 sucks. Can you remind um, us non-raiders, even though I have 380 item level, what fights those were? Uh, <laughs> Alpha Skate V3, so Omega, and then Alpha Skate yeah, the V4, Omega, uh, Omega M and Omega F. I think especially Omega M and Omega F are getting are good introduction fights for people who are like on the fence about savage rating. It teaches you, okay, there's not there's actual things that go on. You don't just go in and hit a goddamn striking dummy do x amount of damage and you're good no mm-hmm. i i agree with that the the mechanics on uh 012 normal really are pretty much right in between what we, you you know like a step right before you get to savage so i think that that's a fair comparison i just again from a story standpoint i fucking hate the 012 fight because it's like i, I mean <sighs> how spoiler are we getting all the spoilers fuck it fuck it spoiler the yeah. hashtag, hashtag spoilers all right i do not understand why square enix needs to take something that you're fighting and then make it fuckable that <laughs> whoa why is what? that okay. i'm sorry no, no, did no. they miss up i miss them putting a what? penis or a vagina on something they put a penis extremely and a vagina on omega both oh now here's the fucking here here's the thing that pissed me off okay i get done with 011 last night and i'm like all right because i want to see adam and eve what was teased as adam and eve or Mm -hmm. leaked as adam and eve i'm very curious about this where are they going maybe it's the creators of omega no maybe no it could be no it's not and they're hiding in alpha so when we beat him he comes out he's like i've been here all along no that is not what happened he fucking turns into the liquid terminator from Terminator 2. And we fuck this, this pool? <laughs> no, this but then... XT-1000. Yes, thank yes. you. The T-1000. And then it turns into, like, space androgynous David Bowie. And I'm just sitting there... I feel like there, that's a little redundant. Like, what the fuck is going on right now? Archangel and then dur- David Bowie. Then during the fight, they th- it gender switches. So it's like, I, I'm sure that this would be Ascalia's favorite fight ever. <laughs> but, <laughs> to me, I just don't understand. Why do you need to make uh, Byaku, Suzaku, and Omega fuckable? Why? Is it that they want to see cosplay of these characters? Because this Probably. is this is starting Honestly. to get insane. I, listen, I don't want to see cosplay of any of this shit. I just want Except Omega. For Omega F. I just want to. I just want As Omega Nika pushes the box back under the desk. Fucking four legged. <laughs> you know, like you got mech your stupid beetle fight that was on uh, OS. 11. 11. Yeah. But why does it have to turn into something? Why does it have to turn into a humanoid? Because I want to have sex with it. Because because Square Enix can't count, and they're like, oh shit, we need one more fight. That fucking... Why why does Omega need the deep V t-shirt? I don't understand. (laughs) It's like, I need to show off my pectoral muscles perfectly. I need a deep V. What the fuck? Why? Omega realizes that humans are the strongest, so Omega tries to become human. That's why. 
and then that fails is to realize that the reason humans are strong is because terrible. of their strength and of will each, and strength of heart, not because they look like a human. Like each from, time from Omega machine, gets defeated or is uh, has his, uh, creations defeated, it's by a group of eight humans who are just wearing the most kinky ass shit ever. <laughs> <laughs> and you know I'm right. Uh, He's just learning from you, Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> It's just, uh, it really is frustrating at this point. From a space machine point. standpoint who doesn't understand human emotion, it makes sense for him to think, okay, if I make myself into a human, I will be the strongest being. It kind of okay, makes Okay, all right, all right. Let's say, just for the sake of argument, that that's correct. Because that seems logical. That's, that's fine. what it okay. said. Yeah, no, no, no. N- Nika, let me finish. That's fine. We're going to accept that, okay? A Nero accepts that. Explain then why Genbu needed a human form. Why Biaku needed a human? What are you talking about? We, we we see him afterwards. He's like a little. He's like we don't fight the human form, but he has one. He has a humanoid no, form. Little, no, we fought no, the human a, form. He has a little turtle and a giant turtle. He yeah. doesn't have a human form. Yeah, he does. I haven't seen Biaku a human. Is, is, he, Biaku is, is he standing up on his hind two legs? Yes. Because I've never seen a turtle do that. He's humanoid. Do you guys Biaku. forget that stupid Hell's Kitchen if, uh, dungeon? Biaku. Right, he's a big giant turtle though. Okay. You can still fuck that turtle, Nika. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could. Okay, so to Aniro's point, why does he have a humanoid form? Why does Biako have a humanoid form? Why did they put a dress and give Suzaku a humanoid I form? I also learned that I'm secretly a furry. Because they're lords. And everyone knows that lords are humanoids. Sure. They're really Not, magical and really strong. Um, that doesn't explain why they have to be human. I, yeah, I, 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 I I'm just, I'm just, I, I, I remember fighting Biaku, Suzaku, Genbu, and uh, the other one Seriu. in in 11. None of them had humanoid forms, and I felt like they were kind of, you know, fine the way that they were. I don't understand why, be- why, why, why do you need to put perfect abs on something? Because and, this is, uh, the Final Fantasy fourteen Weeb Land edition. So, but see, but see, you're right though that like Omega has a story purpose for human. But like looking at it, even when you fight Suzaku and she thinks you're Tenzin, she's like, I've never shown you my final form. Like they didn't have this form when they were originally with Tenzin and they were on their journey. And any flashback you see, they're in their animal forms. I mean, shouldn't so, Square I Enix? You're right. There is no story reason for their human. Shouldn't shouldn't Square Enix really? Like, shouldn't the red flag go up to Square Enix employees as they're writing it when they say, this is not my final form, right? Like, is it done? Doesn't that... When you're wearing rose-colored glasses, all flags are red. Doesn't that bring up, like... like Rose-colored. You know what I mean? Like, doesn't that bring up, like, the, the all the cliche flags? Like, uh-oh, final this form. This is the cliche oh, expansion. No. I'm, I mean, yes, it, it is. So that's what they are going for. Uh. <laughs> Great Laker Nori Prince Clary says I'm still creeped out About a bird Trying to fuck Tenzin Because no, okay. if that's The story by the way Tenzin You never got to see My final form And then turns into A no, human She totally wants To fuck Tenzin No she does She does The okay. one line that like Drives me nuts Every single time She's like I just wanted us to To Like what To what I am a gorgeous girl <laughs> With big cans <laughs> Like she's clearly like the entire what? time her her entire story is that she's obsessed with Tenzin. Why is there so him. much sexual subtext in this patch? Like like the fight we were talking about earlier against the uh, uh, the Dotharal uh, chick. Like like straight up, that was a sex fight. That's what that was. Oh yeah, hundred yeah, yeah, yeah. percent fight fucking. That was fight fight, fight fucking. fucking. That's what that. Well, <laughs> I don't suppose that can be our episode title, can it? Fight fucking? Yeah. Mm. Why uh, the fuck not? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Fight coitus? Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> Be- 
battle coitus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's all bad. Nutella waffles, man. Thanks for the uh, call. We appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, if you want to give Limit Break Radio a call, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. If you want to join in, we invite your calls. Let us know what you thought of Patch 4.4. Was it great? Was it terrible? Uh, did you like the fights but hate the lore? Uh, you know what? I have a bone to pick with Juxta here. All right. Now, you were one of the first ones to get the MSQ done, and you're like, oh, my God, I, I feel like I'm back into it. I'm excited for the next patch. Like, it's actually going somewhere. It actually feels, like, exciting. And you're like, yeah. skip everything before the solo duty. Right. And then after that, you're like, it ramps up. I didn't say that. I said skip all cutscenes before the solo duty. That's Which would say. make me think that everything after the solo duty is good. No. I'm just saying that's a good spot to start actually watching the cutscenes so you understand what's leading up to it. Can I just say I hated everything in the Ozium steps? No, you know what? I hated everything, period. I don't don't see why you would hate everything in the Ozium steps because when you did it the first time during the MSQ and 4.0... I mean, you really liked it then. Well, yes, because we were exploring the area. It made sense for us to be going through the Asim steps. And then you did it again in 4.4. What's the problem? Uh, There was no logical reason for the storyline to take us back there. Uh, Well, you wanted to have uh, fight sex with uh, the Battle coitus. Battle coitus. That's not... You did. I mean, that's what happened, you, but that's, that's what not what no, me we as a there. player yes, wanted. That's not true. We were there to get the ether things out of the rock. Okay, but why was it there? It's just always been there. It's elegant. No, 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 <laughs> no, Nika, Nika. Why did the writers decide to put that in the Azim steps? It's been there for a really long time. No, Nika. Nika, Nika. Could that You're could, writing the on. story. You're the one could, penning it. Could Why that, choose Azim steps? Well, could that structure have existed anywhere else in Aorzia? Maybe, but they yes, the thing it is, could yes. have. There's no right, narrative but, but reason. Look, no, there is though, because each of the different tribes have their different beliefs and things like that, and so they believe that it's like an incarnation of their God's <sighs> Nika, will. And so Nika. they worship okay, it as a but religious. It, thing. But if you put it, if you put it in. You know, somewhere in Yangsha. In, uh, Yangsha, or even hell, in, in near Ishgard. There's no reason to not have it, to, to have it there, or I mean, it could have been anywhere. It fit in there, sure, but it didn't need to be there. And what really ticked me off was the fact that we're like dancing around trying to be like, oh, we have to make sure they're still our allies and get their permission. Because we, we, own no, we own you. No, we own you. Nika, we won the Nadam Bowl. We're we the, are the leaders. We're the Khan. You do what we say. We shouldn't have to prove ourselves Khan! to you again. That's true. That is true. Yeah. I actually, I never thought about yes. that. Yes. Okay. But anyway, Juxta was like that. the last 10 minutes. think about that? Last 10 minutes are the best 10 minutes. And they were. Last 10 minutes were good, but the reason this ticks me off now is this is two MSQ patches in a row where the majority of the MSQ has been boring, worthless bullshit, and then we get like 5 to 10 minutes, something that's actually interesting, yeah, at the end, but yeah. doesn't actually go anywhere or build to anything. It's just like, look, more unexpected stuff that's actually cool. What was the what? last one? Uh, we get the throne room scene, and then... Uh, uh, Gaius and Elfenauer like that camp with the black rose. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that stuff. Yes. Okay. That was all super exciting, and those characters were really interesting. But it's all it's all backloaded. It's all there exactly. right at the end. Why like, should we have to go through three hours of bullshit, 
boring ass, useless cutscenes to get to the good stuff. Well, and, and I and I remember during you know back during 3.0 and even 2.0, there would be every once in a while it'd be like you'd get a nugget from somewhere else in the world, like you'd get a story nugget, and it's sort of what is what motivated me to keep pressing on. And, and now to just kind of backload it and put all of your exposition at the very, very end, that's a really, I think, just a bad storytelling method. Yeah, and Nori had a good point in the chat, too, is the fact is it should have been in the burn 100%, considering the fact that yeah, the, great ether, place to put it. the ether from the Allegan thing in the Azim Steps is what fucked up the burn. And totally. Like, now, now that we fix this in the Azim Steps, the burn will grow again and be pretty again. Mm-hmm. like wait what that they're so far away oh norse oh <laughs> norse that's another great point can someone tell me why we visited the death mute kobold didn't even say anything they literally walked well, him out and then left not. him there he's deaf and just, mute they might be trying to make us remember that he's there um, why why for something in the future no mm-hmm. nope this is square enix we're talking about nope because clearly, I mean, I, I thought it was kind of nice that it shows that Alice a is still somebody who's been caring about the people we forgot about. I thought that kind of humanized Alf, uh, Alice a for me a little but bit. But did we need to go to the kobold to do that? Maybe. N- no, Nika. I don't know. Because didn't. we would have still forgotten that character existed if we didn't do it. All right. Can we backtrack a little bit and talk about how we go to the burn to search for Alphano, don't find Alphano, loot all the treasure, and then Yugiri's like, all right, well, I guess we should peace out now. That bothered me <laughs> so much, And too. then Alice is just here. like, guess we should just okay. leave. Okay. Why? That's, I thought that that was very meta. Like, that's why well, Yugiri's one yeah, of my favorite meta. characters. We literally go there to get loot and leave. Like, she's like, look, we might as well not mess around here. Fuck this. We're gone. Right, but like we would have just kept going forward. We eventually probably no, no. We got the boss. We got the loot, Nika. We got our fucking <laughs> on that perfectly tomes. on that perfectly circle platform out in the middle of the burn. It's because Perfect she wants circle. all the glory. She's like, my shinobis will keep looking for Alphano so that when I find him, I can tell you I found him. She's a glory hog. Now, nah, Doris, Doris, that, that that was actually pretty cool. Finding out that Oz's law was once part of the burn. Oh yeah, was, isn't interesting. isn't Azizla being cool. pro- held up from that shit in the Azim steps? I don't know if it was from that. It's the same one. kind of stuff though. But same like that's just... like a piece that fell and crashed there or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So there's yeah. there's probably more of those structures elsewhere in the world. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't get that at all. I thought we were it was like keeping it up, like you know, from Sonic the like Emerald City. Or the emerald no think the of floating, it the floating continent think of it like magnets and i thought it was just gonna fall now that we like turned it off or something <laughs> that would have been hilarious i think the entire msq after was written by the guy who made the room <laughs> for real <laughs> tommy was so i did not hit her i did not oh hi alfie <laughs> <laughs> uh give uh give us a call limit break radio on skype 810-515-8715 limitbreakradio.com slash discord we're talking about patch 4.4 general reactions to 4.4 spoilers abound yes we are we there are spoilers that are uh, contained within so uh if you have not finished patch 4.4 don't um <laughs> yeah, don't. <laughs> do so quickly yeah, use use your use your best discretion. So, um, are we all in a, an agreement that Fordola is just closed now? Like we're never going back there. Oh, are you kidding? She's gonna come back at the beginning of 5.0 for some reason. 
Well, no, because her only story was just told in that 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 story they posted on the website, and then doesn't matter anymore. Cause no, no, I st- I think we'll she, get. She agreed she, to be used as a weapon for the army, and that's what she's doing for the rest of forever. She Why will randomly come back for some tiny little secondary ass role, like the fucking syndicate does every now and then. Oh, please, she's not Estenian, all right? She's not that popular. Yeah, no, I don't. I I I don't think that we'll see much of Fordola. She's a brooding character, but she's not a brooding character with a dick, Kahlo. All right, fair. We'll see. I, I, I just, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, there's no narrative reason moving forward into 5.0 that Fordola is would even be involved. I mean, sad. It, it seems like we're not focused well, at all be, on Alamigo. Well, if Alamigo. we're going to Garlemald, she worked for the Empire, so True. there may be some... In Alamigo. If right, she, but... No, no, right, wait, but, we've seen her in the throne room before in cutscenes, yeah, haven't she we? Yeah, she was. When she got her orders the, the throne room beginning. in Alamigo? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if she's going to get a redemption arc, it would be in 5.0 when she goes back and then, like, takes back her life. Does this them. also mean no more Erinvald? Because he was sort of in that little story too i, I like just the two I, of them just off adventuring what, together what narrative reason do we have to go back to alamigo alamigo's done before dola will come with us so done i mean it, it's it's like the next patch that we get is the is the last little bit of msq that we're gonna have before 5.0 where do they go oh, with geez, where do they where do they go with alamigo alamigo's done I would say Alamigo, Kugane, they're done. Okay, but we still have, you're right, because we still have 4.5, but that's always split well, into we might two. Get hold 4. on. 5. That's 5. 5. exactly. That's Sorry. always split into two story sections. So if we're not going to Alamigo and we're not going back to Doma, where are we going to spend two story sections? You, you want to know, you want to know my Chasing prediction? Alpha now and the burn again. You you want to know my very depressing predi- prediction here? Yes. Uh, I don't think we're going to get two story injections this time. I think we're going to get content we and then we'll get story. See, I think we will because <laughs> they're going to hold off the MSQ from 4.5. Yes, no, that's, what I, that's what I think. That's what I think. I think they'll they'll do two simply because mm-hmm. I think there's more downtime this time around. Okay, like, here. There's, it, a, it, there's at least an extra month before the expansion would drop. Okay, well, um, I'm, I'm going to give some validity. Cycle, so I think they would have to do two story or I'm we would just... going to give some validity to, to uh, Nero's prediction here. If they do two of them, right, but it's still a total of eight missions or less, it's still just one. Because they usually give us seven missions in the msq yeah remember what happened in uh 3.5 is we had like barely anything to start with and then 3.55 is where we actually had content everyone well, they were both very Lord. short too yeah so mm, i don't think not it, holding out here if they cut it in two we we'll have to like actually look at it to say is this really two or is it just one cut in half mm-hmm. uh stank buddha by the way is asking shit did they ever go back and explain why the fuckestinian showed to smash a cannon by hand if you go and read the story that's on the patch 4.4 teaser site i'm not going to any fucking data yes. logs or bullshit to get my story square enix yes they do explain that so they go. didn't explain it in the game which is the only shit i'm gonna do for your stupid ass so I'm a dragon over here. <laughs> so go read that and it will explain it. And then you can also read what Fredola and Aaronvald are up to now, which is apparently fighting primals. Fredola, yep, Fredola got to choose to what? be a weapon or die. Yeah, they're 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 just they're just doing what what we Because Fordola's a new now. echo induced. Right, but warrior. if the primals back up, why don't they send us again? 
Because we're too big we for those tiny primals. We're too big for the tiny we primals now. We have better shit to do like refighting people we already own. So instead of sending the one guy who can probably solo the primal, let's send a bunch of people who are probably going to die. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, Ehrenwald basically found like a giant throne room of cash with a little bit of help from us. True. That's basically like liberating an entire city. Kind of. Does anybody else feel a little? Uh, I'm not even sure how to, how, how, how to de- well depressed. Yes. How to describe Rejected. it? Rejected. But um, the the this whole swaddled this whole scions all falling <laughs> ill thing. Does this not kind of feel like they're trying to recreate the feelings that were at, at the 2. end 5. of 2.55? Yeah. I mean, only if yeah. at least one of them actually dies. I mean, if you're <laughs> if but, you want me to be honest, yeah. Hmm. And I mean, it's like a cop out ways that they didn't have to write. Every time a character like goes into a coma, like when Yastola's shield got broken or falls into like this random ass coma, I feel like it's just a cop out so they don't have to write as many characters into the next story patch. Or they have room for the new characters they're going to add. Like, yeah, they're like writing at the characters that we finally like. I remember originally we didn't care a shit about the Scions at all. Now that we actually care about them, instead of giving us a story about characters we care about, we're going to write them out of the story for a couple patches and put in new characters. Mm-hmm. Well, but I mean, this has happened at the end of every single expansion so far, is that our group of friends gets decimated somehow, and then we have to either get a few of them back or one or two of them back right like I round mean, them this, all back up this happened happens, at the like, end right now, of, they're all in the infirmary they're not like missing right but i mean it, it, again that gives it an easier out because once we get through whatever we have to get through in 4.5 or even in the first patch of 5.0 oh, uh, they're no. just gonna magically wake the fuck up i'm sorry i'm sorry uh, there's no da- there's no actual danger here i need to give a big fuck you to taro taro okay because someone's finally calling him on his bullshit in chat and he says just do the msq it's obvious yeah, someone fuck asked him how off, to back man. up his opinion and that's fuck. what the answer was well, what was supposed to be obvious so hard why it's good Obvious oh, that's the, yeah, that's they asked the him what, the what was good about yes. the story, and he said, "Do the MSQ, and you'll know." Obvious. Oh, yeah. No. I mean, listen, man. If you're if you're being pushed on it, you got to give some actual goddamn reasons because it is. Oh, th- because it is. Because buddy. it is. Buddy. I see. Right. Uh, give us a call. Limit Break Radio on Skype. 810-515-8715. LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Remember, this is the last episode of Limit Break Radio. On this channel. Next week, we're going to be on twitch.tv slash checkpoint radio. And uh, that's where you're going to be catching the show from now on. So uh, make sure you join us again. That's over at twitch.tv slash checkpoint radio. I can't wait for uh, 4.55, where Alphano actually reveals to us that he has been masquerading as, as his twin sister. <laughs> <laughs> They've actually been body swapped. That would be funny. They're the same person. All right, I, I, I'd like to, as, as much as we are loving this conversation here, we do have an interview that I really want to get to because there's some really good stuff in it. Uh, really? Uh, that Dual Shockers did with uh, Soken. Oh, okay, I, I, and, like, I like Dual Shockers. They actually do some decent interviews. And with Yoshida, yes. Um, uh, Juxta, could I, could I have you read the interviewer questions and I'll read the answers? Can we, can we do that? Sure. Okay. Oh, boy. Let me bring that up. Am I going to read through all of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, Just we're, the we're, questions. Yeah. You read the questions. He's going to read the answers. Yep. So you read all the bolded stuff. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Glad you explained that to him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Soken-san, have you created five years worth of music for Final Fantasy XIV without Ooh. even counting your work on 
Uh, are you tired yet, or do you still feel plenty of creative drive to compose even more? Soken, he laughs. Of course, if you ask me whether I'm tired or not, I'm obviously exhausted, but since I really love games and I'm having so much fun creating music for games, that exhaustion is irrelevant. I have so many ideas and all sorts of things I want to do in the future, so of course I will continue charging forward. I consider Final Fantasy XIV as my challenge, and in the future I will continue to challenge it. Fucking Soken's a boss. I love Soken. Oh. What? It's like an Iron Man challenge. That's, that's the way he was. Which is what the interviewer says, and he says, yes, I like that way of describing it. Oh, so. okay. I, I, that's that's a nice little uh, ref, uh, uh, wrestling best. reference mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, and uh, that is unfortunately the only soaking question. Yes. <laughs> no! Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Dual shockers dropping the ball on that one. Dude. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, let's, let's continue on with the Yoshida questions then. Uh, Yoshida-san, if you're sticking to the schedule you've had so far, the next expansion is probably a year away what stage of development are you in we're still at the entrance of hell one person is already in hell since I have to think not only about the present but also the future since I am very involved with the game design I have to work on what's going on now as well as thinking about what's going to happen in the future I'm the first person to enter hell then next comes the scenario team that's going to write the story then comes the battle design team and then the last to enter hell is the sound team so the scenario team is not in hell yet? Actually, one person in the scenario team is in hell. Can you tell us who? That's a secret. <laughs> what this tells me, guys, is I don't know that this next expansion is actually as far along as what we might have thought that it would be at this yeah, point. Yeah, because I yeah. know like, back during Heaven's Word, they said they had basic plot things planned out for 5.0, mm-hmm. so like two expansions ahead of time. But I guess that kind of sounds like if only one person from the scenario team is in hell right now, yeah. that sounds like the job quests are nowhere near being written. Uh, let me, let the, me, main, the main story quest is probably in its beta form. Uh, let me say this. I think that this may be a good thing. <laughs> I think that the, this may be a good thing because Square Enix may have finally recognized how, like what their develop their content development the copy and paste style of it is doing to the population of their game and maybe what they're doing is before any of the content has even been executed that they're going and going back to the drawing board to try to figure out how you know how to maintain the population of this game that's my hope. Uh, okay. That is my hope. All right. Man, that is a highly optimistic hope coming yeah. from you. But I mean, like, why, why, why else? Hang on. Why else besides sheer fucking laziness would they be this far behind on their expansion development? That. I mean, that's that's the only other that's the other side of the coin, and that's the only other thing that I, so, either so either, either very very hopeful either or they've it's just gone terrible. either they've gone through the process of blowing down a lot of their plans for content and are retooling it before any of the work is even done. Which I think um, that's what I'm hoping for. Great, right, like right? Gernori says, because of Eureka, there must have been a lot of resources being put into trying to adjust this on the fly as people react to it. I doubt it. I because I don't see that much effort being put into adjusting it. They've made one adjustment, which brought, <laughs> and really they just took stuff out. Well, they, they they made one adjustment. They brought back the trains in uh, in in Pagos, uh, but that's it. I don't think that they've been doing that much adjustment of the event after it's come out. So, 
Outside of complete laziness and incompetence, the only thing that I can think is the reason that they're this far behind on their content development is because they're trying to retool some things. All right. Well, that's I'm my put, hope. I'm putting my money on incompetence. I mean, it's you know what? It's 50 50. That, that's point. OK. I'll it's give you that 50 50 at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my opinion is he's lying through his teeth. Really? There's no really? way that they're going to get an entire expansion done in a year when it takes them a year to get one event done. Mm. Oh, yeah. mm. Uh, mm. 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 all right. So, uh, you may or may not remember, but before Stormblood was officially announced, I asked you what kind of job you would have personally liked to add to the game. You told me Red Mage, and just like that, Red Mage happened. Of course, it's totally a coincidence. So, is there a job you'd personally like to add to this next expansion? Laughs. Personally, it'd be cool to maybe have the arithmetician from Confirmed Final Fantasy Tactics added to the game. In the second part of Return to Ivalice, one of the battles, we had actual math problems. So maybe we could have a job that can use numbers in battles. All right, I'm not going to say anything more about new jobs. There could be no new jobs in the new <laughs> expansion. We don't know. It could happen that there's no expansion. All right, there's our answer. There's no expansion. That's why they're so far behind. Oh, okay. It could be that there's no expansion. What are they going to do then? Just add another patch in June? Are they just going to do content updates? Shantato's extension? Oh, God. No! No! I mean, it would make sense to, at this point, kind of do that. Especially if you're going free-to-play. Uh, no, stop! I think, stop that I, I, nonsense, dude. I think that that's going to be the big fan fest announcement. I, I really do. Oh what? my god, I'll walk out the door if they say that at fan fest. Okay, Turn you heard it here away. first. If you don't walk out the door, Nika, then you're a, a duty. I mean, head. I'd probably go back in. As I said, everyone have their phones ready <laughs> to record it. Just her standing up, out, like office style, and just walking out. <laughs> I, dude, I just I, can you imagine? Just the, Stormblood is the last expansion this game ever sees. Gotta go out on a high and then... Mm. I, I actually, I, I can picture it in my head up there on stage, them trying to hype it up and being like, we're taking a new direction. We're not here to announce the new expansion, but instead, the first in a long line of many add-ons. And they flash the first one across the screen and just the entire place is just quiet. You just watch everyone's body language like shrink they're just down qu- and they're just punch over and yeah. cry. I, uh, dude, I, 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 this is, uh, this is a little bit I, I mean, alarming. That just sounds like alarming, trolling yeah. to me. It's like, I'm, I'm not going to say anything about jobs. Nope, there's no job. There's no expansion. Ha, ha, ha. Like, I, that to me just sounds like Maybe. The, the question I mean, continues on. Uh, there could be a new race. Oh, hi. Maybe <laughs> Viera. Laughs. Next. The work done by Yatsumi Matsuno uh, on Return to Evil. So do you guys think that Viera is going to be a race? No. You don't think yes, so? Yes, 100%. What? I have no doubt about it. Why, yeah. do, why do you think that? Um, because just because everybody's been asking for it and I just feel did, like with did, the way Yoshi did Red Mage and I feel like with the way that we have Ivalice and we've had Banga and shit like Viera's coming there's no here, way here, uh, I, was it on that uh, that leak document? I think it yes, was. it was. Viera was on and, there as well as a lion race. Mm. Yeah, and I feel okay, like if, I, I, I feel think, like if there is actually going to be new races in the expansion, it will be Vera. There's weird, no weirdly, weirdly, I feel like that gives it a little bit more validity. Yeah, well, Blue Mage leaks guy actually done quite a bit. Even if he, it, we didn't actually fight because their name wasn't Adam and Eve in the thing, was no, it? No, no, it wasn't. No, but it, it was just Omega M. But that was probably a code name that they used. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and and I mean, if you didn't have the lead-in cutscene to explain what it is, 
It, it would be easy enough it, to kind of just assume that. Yeah, there's if like a male and female looks like a creator. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm 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 assuming that the person who's leaking that info is like a QR tester. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, or so they don't uh, QA, have, sorry, QA tester. They don't have all of the information available the, to them. Yeah, yeah. right. The they, yes, ex- exactly. So, I mean, I think that there's a good shot that we may see Viera and that we may see it, Blue Mage. It's possible that even if you're a QA tester, that the names of them could have been Adam and Eve to hide what they could have were in the story. Could have been. Yeah, very, very much so. Go ahead, Juxta. Oh, uh, the work done by Yasumi Matsuno on Return to Evilis has been highly appreciated by many fans. Since he is also a big 14 player himself, isn't it time to bring him back as a regular member of the team? If we brought him back, we'd totally have a patch once every six or seven months. Laughs. He can't be that slow. It's not that he's slow. It's that he goes over his work so many times to try to make it perfect. I look at myself as a sort of editor. I look over his work and I say, yes, this is great. And he's like... Maybe. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's it's okay. It's good. Our job is to create a world that will contain his stories. And he's got so much in there that it can sometimes prove difficult. That being said, we really enjoy working with him and we want to keep a relationship with him. Whether that means on Final Fantasy XIV or other projects by the Business Division Five, we understand the value of what he brings. Yet, first of all, the big conclusion of Return to Ivalice is coming up. There will be big surprises and making that the best it can be is the job we yeah. have in front of us now. <laughs> Actually, that would be a good way to uh, unveil Vieira. Right? Unveil Vieira during the, the conclusion of the yeah. release, and then we're like, oh the, my god, Vieira's exist. The same way that they showed us Ninja and... Uh, Red Mage. Um, Red Mage. Well, uh, Red. no, no, uh, yeah, Yugiri's Race. The Aura. Oh, yeah, the, the Aura. aura. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would be really cool. I'd be into that. Yeah. Do you think uh, Vieira will be female only and then the Lion yes. Race male only? Yeah, probably. Fact, I think the so I, Lion Race is going to be reskinned Gulka. You think? No, yeah. I don't think. No, no I, don't I think, think. You know, I want to say no, simply because when Golko 1.0 started and we had, you no. know, the female Mikote and the male uh, Rose originally, people got mad about that. And they're like, okay, no, that, that makes more sense. Let's let's change that and mm. make it both. Well, I don't. I can't see them doing a gender specific race but, again. But lore wise, Viara are all female. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, well, not. No, well, but I'm, I, I mean, is, is there any, see them. It, is there any official art for a male Viara? Yes, there is official concept art, but not. Yeah. Are you, you're sure? Pretty sure. It was, done, was... it was done by Amano. Yes. Okay. If that's I the case, then sure. then then there's a possibility. But wait, did, didn't Blue Mage Leak say that Viera was going to be female only and the Lion was going to be male only? Did, did they did. say that? I, I think it. Was, I think I think, I think, I think it did. It I don't know if it said that. Mm. By the way, uh, Gray Laker Nori had pointed out in our chat that the Lion race is likely Ronso, yeah. which which makes sense because you can just Hornless. you can Hornless. you can just kind of take their character models and scale them up and right. and make it do kind of function. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then you can have more furries in the game. I just hope that if they do add that they're actually taller and they have different proportions so they're not just like Mikote with bunny ears. Okay, or they could like be smaller and more thin and be like kind of standoffish like how women should be. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, it'll be interesting. I, I I mean, I don't have my hopes up for it by any stretch of the imagination. I but want to be a male bunny. This, uh, this next question, we take a little blast to the past here. Uh, I'm guessing that Final Fantasy XI is drawing closer to its end of its life cycle. Are you thinking, when is the time to close XI comes uh, of uh, ways to draw its remaining players into XIV? 
Being in charge of Business Division 5, Eleven is still part of my group, and I can tell you right now that it's still going strong and there are no plans to end it anytime soon. This year we have a lot of patches and a lot of plans. We're going to talk about it in the coming months, even if it's not new expansions. Yet the team and the producers 11? want to, yeah, eleven, yeah, want to liven up the project. So you're gonna see the results in the next few months of work within the team as well as the PR teams. You'll feel that the game is still going strong. Here's the thing: is that a lot of people, after they have decided to quit fourteen, have loaded up eleven again and have been having an ass load of fun. Oh shit, Nika. What happens if they add more story content do you to go Eleven? Back? Yeah, do you go back? <sighs> do you, you send them an email crying that no, I quit and it was emotional. I can't do it. I, I honestly don't know if I would if I would do it because like I went like Rhapsody's of Vanadil was such a nice Escalia is going to closure to the story. Like I think they did a really good job with Rhapsody. They closed that story beautifully. I don't. I think if they added more story, it would feel really ham fisted. I don't. I don't know that it would be as good. I, I ju- I'm just honestly. impressed that there's enough of a population to justify it. Mm. That's uh, all. Now, he goes on to say, if and when, maybe even 10 years in the future, that Final Fantasy XI finally ends, then yes, we'd be completely open to doing some kind of promotion for those players. Maybe if they move to 14, we could give them a free year of subscription or something like that. With that being said, we don't want to force those players to move to 14. They're completely different games, so it has to be their decision. The memories players have of Vana DL are memories of Vana DL, and it's because it's Vana DL that those memories are so strong. We'll do everything in our power to keep the servers open for the players. It's important for us. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And then there's a hold pic- on to your butts, guys. Kay. Yeah, because there's a picture of a scantily no, clad aura. No, no, not 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 that. And then unfortunately we have to scroll past it. And uh, <clears throat> let's talk about role playing. Oh no! Lately, I noticed you ramped up the content aimed at role players, like oh, the musical no. instruments. The musical instruments is for role playing. <laughs> I don't think so. What do you think you can do to make the game even more attractive to role players? There are many kinds of role players, so creating one grand thing that is to please all of them is very difficult. We're focusing on certain types of role players. What we're doing right now is focusing on those role players who like to play with their estates and housing, creating systems catering to that. For instance, people who want to be shopkeepers and people who want to host events at their houses. Uh, For instance, one of the things that we have planned is the ability to add tags to your house, which they added. So players will know what kind of house you have. Is it a shop where you're selling things? Do you want people to come because you think that you have a great design? Is it a bar, maybe? In 4.4, we've implemented the mannequin system. You can display your crafted gear on mannequins in your home. It's not only about the displays. You can also sell your gear from the mannequin. You can have people come to your house and see your house as a shop. Yeah, except except when you put equipment on the mannequin, it takes up one of those sales slots. (laughs) Find your retainer. Yeah. It does? Yeah. yeah, it does. Yeah. It's not a separate selling thing? No. Right? So buy more retainers. Ooh. So you know what? Yeah. So those uh, catechins we have in the the, sh- the house right now? I'm sorry. What did you just call them? They're catechins because, let's face it, you only have Mikote mannequins right now. So let's call it what they are. Wait, they're all Mikote mannequins? Right now You they can are, only yeah. have Mikote Oh, my God. They'll add more eventually, but not so yet. They're, uh-huh. Thank you. They're, we, do they're have, we do have one that is memorializing Ascalia. Actually, I did why, see that. Why do we, we have two? What? No, we only have Ascalia. Uh, no, 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 no. There, there's Ascalia. in memorandum. There's Ascalia between me and a Nero, yes. and uh, I saw that there wasn't a chair next to my chair. Oh, well, yeah. There I'm, was I'm a, just standing. There was a Red Mage catechin. <laughs> 
Did what? You, no, no. What are you talking did about? Your that, sub, I'm just standing did there. your sub run out again? I mean, no, it didn't. And I'm I'm in the studio too, so it counts. He's a. I see him. I'm just standing around. He's so, role playing. He's role playing as a bartender. Why did you put your own there? mannequin up there? I mean, he needs to, that sweet, sweet bartender role play. Yeah, I need that. He's sexy. not even wearing his full AF. What? <laughs> Those okay. are pajama pants, aren't they? You can't tell. He's behind a desk. Oh my god! What's wrong? There's nothing wrong with it. Just pajama. I couldn't find his pants. All right, they're probably yeah. on a retainer who's canceled somewhere. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so they're red, red mage. Yoshi P goes on to say, uh, "These kinds of things that people were, or these are the kind of things that people were, were able to do in Ultima Online, your oh, old stomping ground. Yeah. So you'll also be able to do them in FF14 as well. Once the housing role-playing support is finished, we haven't announced this yet, but we're thinking on something new that will help role players that are fishermen." That seems awfully fucking specific. How much can you add Enix? to roleplay for fishing? So, about it. so like the three people. What do we want? Unfair. When do we want it? Change. What is that shit? Like regardless of your feeling that roleplay as a whole, how much can you add to roleplaying as a? Fish? He says, "Well, this is not necessarily about roleplaying. We have some idea for end game content for disciples of the land oh and disciples of the hand." as oh, really? well. There's a lot of stuff that we have in works for now. Oh my god! Look, look hold ah! on! Some wait, wait, concentrate no, on good. the end game of your normal this, game! This, this might be good. Hold on. We're yelling about! He goes on to say, some people aren't just about hardcore battles, and giving them a chance to be the hero is something that we want to implement. We want 14 to be just, we don't no, want it to be just about battle content, crafting, and gathering. We want to expand that. We want players to feel like they're really living in Heidelin. Finding new ways for players to feel that they really live in this world is something that will keep. I'm sorry, I thought it was garbage. To. Okay, listen, you just you need to have the battle portion of your game figured out before, before you, you get to the that. rest of that. Yes, and like you have not. You you you're copy and pasting your battle content and putting actual time and effort into role playing right. bullshit. See, the idea of that, like we want everyone to be the hero and feel like you're living in the world, is great. But, but not if you're we battling. Say we don't want 14 to be just about battle content crafting and gathering, but it's not about the battle content crafting and gathering because it all so, so Okay, but this doesn't even make sense because you want everyone to be a hero. Everybody doing the Everybody battle. has to do the battling to get to the end game crafting stuff because if you can't level up to the appropriate level, then you can't be an end game crafter. No, but but that's the thing. They want you to feel you like you literally a, can't. You have to do the MSQ. They want you, you have to be the hero. They, but this <laughs> is the thing: some people don't want to battle or craft or do leveling stuff, and they still need a way to feel like the hero. No, everybody has to battle. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. This is Battle Club, and everybody fights <laughs> on the first night. The level one people need to feel like heroes too. Go fight stuff. Next question, please. God damn it. Next question. Uh, speaking of role players, how will Belmont ever be open to new players? We have things in store, but it's something that players probably won't ever expect, <laughs> so I can't really talk about Who it. Fucking This cares? is what? Seriously, if anyone likes FF14, whether a veteran or fresh new, bless your heart. This is just making me sad and depressed, and <laughs> I just want a shower now. Yeah, I'm with you, Morgan Freeman. 
Next question. You're finally implementing the captain rank for grand companies. Is it something you're considering to accelerate in the future, or will we have to wait several more years to get major <laughs> and sev- on higher ranks? We kind of feel that grand company content has become a bit too simple. Always doing... Oh, pay attention to this. Always doing the same thing over and over. Oh, hmm. Does the grand company... I don't personally like that, so I oh, want really? to change <laughs> things really? a little bit. Son oh, really? of... Fuck off! <laughs> See, this is why I said Yoshi was lying earlier. He's lying to his fucking no. teeth. He wants to change things up, and that's going to require time. We ask players to give us a little bit of time after we implement Captain. Yet in that time, we're going to be thinking about something new. He really doesn't like it when we have to do the same thing over Are you sure? and over and over and so over. That's what three so that's what pages of copy-pasted ideas are, is not doing the same thing over and over again? Two dungeons. Two dungeons in your extreme roulette. Yeah, that's not doing the but, same thing over but, and over and but over they're, again. But they're different dungeons every patch. I get the same one every time I queue for it. Okay, but if you were to queue right now, you're going to get a different dungeon than you would have got two weeks ago. That is different content. But if I'm going to queue next week, I'm going to get the same dungeon I'm going to get this week. Okay, but the next patch... Well, you can have possibly one different It'll one. be... Yeah, they're we'll adding add a add whole one different one in there. Forget the fact that we've been grinding for tombstones for the past three expansions. Fuck off. Mm-hmm. Does he, 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 he really has no idea the depth of the problems in this game, does he? Like, I, I love decibels in the chat. Just say, oh my god, fuck you. <laughs> like, like, he really doesn't get it, does he? Like, I, I feel uh, like... Oh boy, what kind of horse crap has he is trying to feed us now? Like, I, I've gone from, you know, being being really pissed about this to now feeling kind of bad for Yoshi. <laughs> Please, stop the internet. <laughs> I'm like that guy in Clockwork, Corinne with the eye drops. <laughs> but, but you know, like, like, like you've you've just transcended past angry, and now you just pity him. Now I just feel bad because I feel like maybe he legitimately doesn't have an idea as to why people are leaving the game in droves, as to why people are logging on less, and their duration that they're logged on is is significantly less. Could, yeah. could could all right all right let's let's, I, let's, let's I, he's he has access to all of the data to see objectively the dips that mm-hmm. this community goes through and the overall graph has got to be a very steady decline let's let's play a little experiment here okay um i i would like one of you if we have been getting less and less dungeons per expansion we'll get one dungeon per patch in 5.0, yes. That's very possible, yes. Yeah. Um, because w- obviously when we look at the the way that they've been developing, the copy and paste, they are actually giving us the same thing every single time. So so can one of you try and play devil's advocate, and not like the juxtas type, where you're just what? being stupid. But you're stupid. How, how can someone like Yoshida look at that and not realize... That they are giving us the same thing over and over again. How is that possible? Um, I I don't I don't really know. I will no longer trust an Asian man with orange hair and so many rings. <laughs> Jesus, Morgan <laughs> Freeman. God damn. Could could, could so, so, someone call in? Like like all right. 
Whether you are as incensed and angry about this as I thought a Nero would be, actually. I, I'm just, I thought this was going to, like, tip you I, over the edge. I'm sad. I'm sad because he just, you know, like, I, I can tell he cares about FF14, but I just think that he is clueless when it comes to the actual problems that the community has been trying to communicate to him for the better part of two years, three years, you know? Like, like he's only just now seeing it with, 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 uh, uh, uh uh, fucking rank ups that's that's it you're only just now seeing with rank ups which is basically just oh okay yeah you can rank up now and he's like mm, nah that's too simple <laughs> maybe lord maybe make them run some dungeons <laughs> to rank up i fucking i i just i like i don't understand how you can be this blind to the problems of the thing that you create how how is that? It's gotta be deni- it's gotta be like denial. Fucking get alpha off of our shit. <laughs> what? Like, I, I no, can't control the eye cam. No, see, you say that, but I absolutely understand it. I mean, I'm a kindergarten teacher, and the amount of times where I see parents who have created these little children who cannot see that your kid is a terror, like they don't see it. And I think that Yoshida has like it's my baby, and it shoots rainbows out of its ass, and it's gonna be the president. You know what? I you might be exactly right. I mean, I I, I think that. There was at least a little bit of that with 1.0, you know, and and it was Tanaka's baby and Tanaka couldn't see the faults with it. Um, I, I understand. I also understand that 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 game was being pushed out from above him as well. So, you know, he's not entirely responsible, but you might be right. The what Yoshida did with the world of FF14 and kind of making it his own. Maybe he's just lost objectivity and doesn't see the actual problems the way that we as players see it. If that's the... Well, all right. Well, first of all, I have two things to say that. If that's the case, Yoshida's got to fucking go. Period. Secondly, that's what your community team is for. If Yoshida doesn't see those himself, the community team should be bringing him the feedback, the good and the bad, and going, Yoshi, look. They don't like this. Why have we put it in there three expansions in a row, 15 patches in a row? They don't like it. But they must like it because FanFest tickets sold out so fast. See, and it's that kind of it's that kind of like logic, not <laughs> that's that. their logic. I, I know think that it they're, is. That they're, that's, I think that's I, I, you might be right, Mika. I wonder. I wonder if Yoshi also maybe he can't take criticism, and at a certain point, the community team stops taking him the constructive criticism or the hard criticism. Yeah, maybe he doesn't take criticism well because he just doesn't take it well, maybe. and and puts them in a weird spot. I mean, you know, we see that play out with our president every day. Mm. You know, like they, you're comparing Yoshi to Trump. That's a little far. Uh, well, that's, 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 that's I'm just saying. That I'm saying harsh. that's a dude. That's a dude who can't take criticism whatsoever. I mean, and it, and it plays out in his psyche. Yeah. Okay. But do you we know did. how many? Do you know how many people there are like that on the face of the fucking planet? Lots. Lots. Yeah, but we didn't vote for Yoshi. That's true. Mm. We didn't. Yeah. I would have voted for anyone over the Tanaka at that point, though. Let's go back to our phone lines and talk to Deuce Agnar of Belmong. What's going on, Deuce? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Thanks for calling Limit Break Radio. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, I uh, I noticed you guys started talking about Yoshida, and I've been thinking in probably the past couple of years since I haven't played that he sort of lacks the creativity that is kind of required to 
develop and create like new innovative content i i mean you might be right you you may very well be right uh you know everything that he's created so far has been fairly rigid and and i mean that's fair that's pretty problematic um you know when it comes to developing new content and making sure that players are entertained yeah i mean if you think about it the only reason that we ate up uh 2.0's content uh, you know as being so amazing was because it wasn't 1.0 we obviously love the story sure but the content hasn't changed at all so uh, he needs to go I mean, maybe he does. Maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to get some fresh blood in there. Or, I mean, at least take one of the two roles that he has away. So that there's someone at like equal footing as him that has equal input into ideas and they can bounce them off of each other and push back against each Uh, other. So it's not just him. I agree agree with him. He needs to just. Tanaka couldn't do it by himself. I don't think he needs to get rid of. Yoshida can't do it by himself. Maybe they balance it. They're the yin and the yang. <laughs> Tanaka oh made too hard of a game. Yoshi makes too easy of a game. Put them together. Uh, I, just, I just feel like I, just, I think it would be probably disastrous if Yoshi just left cold turkey. Yes. But I feel like giving up one of the roles and then they kind of have a shared position of power, I think would be very beneficial. for. This I, 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 I think, think the I, other person would have to actually have say over Yoshi. Otherwise, he might inhibit the other person from even helping. Like, uh, honestly, I do think that you're right, that there needs to be someone who can challenge Yoshida and and challenge his assertions of what he thinks is is the best path forward, because I don't think in, you know, and it's and it's been become especially obvious throughout Stormblood that I don't think he has that objectivity about his own product it it was sort of like they worked themselves into a pattern they're like well this pattern works and then just continued forward with it and have been afraid to deviate from that because what happens when they do they get diadem or they get pagos and and you know the player base complains about it and every time that happens every time they put out a piece of content like that where everyone's just going okay this is the same thing and the new thing that we got was dog shit. It drives people away from this game in droves. You know, the, the biggest loss, I, I swear to you, the biggest loss of players that we had were around Diadem. Yep. And around the fi- uh, 4.0 release. Um, I, I agree I, with that. I, I think I think once players saw in 4.0 that, oh, this is just the same. This is the exact same stuff and even just less of it. There were I, I mean, like the the population of this game has never really quite recovered into the 3.0 range where it was during Heaven's War. One of the other things to, to keep in mind, too, is the fact that he heads up all of what, like business division five or whatever. You know, he mentions that even 11 is under his purview. I actually have to wonder how much hands-on or even eyes-on for 14 he actually has, or if there's just people reporting to him. Well, he says that 11 has its own team and producer. He mentions that yeah. and says that they have these plans. So I think he just kind of oversees and says, okay, keep it's it up. Too, well, it's too much. See, but that I think is the problem is that I think he probably works in a similar way to 14, right? People bring him these ideas that on paper or when you're discussing them, he's like, yeah, all right, that sounds great. They're going to love this. Go for it, right? But then once well, it's already I- out, well, I mean, what do you really do? Well, if I could add to this, I actually personally quit myself at 3.1 around the time you're talking about when Diadem and yep. all this stuff in Heaven's Ward came out. 
And a lot of that had to do with, I sort of had an inkling as to where the game was going and sort of where it is now, where they kind of just continue to rehash a lot of the same content over and over again. And as I said before, I think a lot of that has to just do with the fact that, you know, Yoshida's kind of put himself into a rut where I think he sort of views what the players want and limits the development team as to what sort of content they can create. And I've noticed they've kind of started to experiment a little bit with maybe like some Final Fantasy XI content. But I think at the same time, they don't really understand that people don't want exactly, people don't exactly want, you know, old content from other games. They right. want something that's new and enjoyable with rewards that are long lasting. Yeah. Yep. I, I totally, I mean, I totally agree with that. Um, and, and the thing is though, is I feel like they're not doing it enough, right? Like I, I, you had mentioned they're taking some old school concepts from FF 11 and trying to work them in. And I do see them doing that, but I think that they need to take more chances and, and, you know, with, with the content that they're developing, um, it's, you know, they've, I, I, I was on uh, eighth right radio, uh, the other day for their nine year anniversary. I'm sorry. And one of, <laughs> and one of their, their guests or one of their uh, hosts, Bryn made a really good point. And, you know, he, he said that, you know, it, it just, it feels like this game has kind of worked itself into a pattern that it doesn't know how to work itself out. Ether Ray Radio gives criticism of this game? Yeah, it was, it was actually a very <laughs> critical episode. But that may be as a result of some of the 1.0 spaghetti coding that still exists. So, you know, how, like, how, what kind of restraints are the development team working within to be able to realize? new content i think that that's a fair question to ask but it does you know like even if they are working with 1.0 spaghetti code this is not ff11 this is not the kind of technical hurdles that you would have had to be able to jump through to to be able to add new content to 11 14 is a modern design game even with bad coding they should be able to find a game mode outside of just pvp and dungeon running that is satisfactory to their fucking audience and what do they have to do to get that done do they have to disconnect the main uh you know the 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 main zones the overworld of uh eorzea from the leveling process do they need to um you know expedite the the leveling process do they need to cap it what you know what do they need to do to actually be able to make a satisfactory progression system in this game because once you hit cap it's it becomes an instant treadmill of the same shit that you've been doing at cap since 2.0 and that to me is inexcusable for an mmo that still charges you a fucking subscription that's fine for a free-to-play mmo it's not acceptable for something that requires you to pay 12 bucks to get in the fucking door not just 12 bucks by the way but you've got to buy the fucking base copy of the game but if you don't want to you could just stop paying no if you stop paying then well i mean i certainly did that and then just come back when they have something you want to play well now that they got rid of the the legacy rewards that seems like what i'll probably end up doing yeah 
It's what I do. It's frustrating, though. That's not what I want from an MMO. And and even when this was happening to the largest MMO ever in the history of MMOs, World of Warcraft, every World of Warcraft player that I talked to at that time said this is not what we want from our MMO. Remember, remember around 2007, 2008, Miss of Pandaria, around that level, right, where people would stay subbed for one month to clear through all of the content, and then they would just unsub until the next content injection. And we, as FF11 players at that time, looked at that and was like, that really shit, laughed at them. that's bad. Yeah, I, we're like, man, that's, wow, come play 11. Right. And and as for team players, we're now on that exact same treadmill. And what, you know, what I think Yoshi really needs to do is he needs to really study what World of Warcraft did to work themselves out of that out of that rut. Also take That's, lessons from uh, something like Elder Scrolls Online. I played that for two days free and said to myself, this is worth subbing to. Yes. That's the other I thing. I want to pay them. That's the other thing, is that if they find enough ways to incentivize the, the, the monthly subscription, I would gladly pay it. Here's the problem, though. Can't take anything that I already have away, because that'll just make people leave the game in droves, right? So it's not like you can take your inventory, have it, and then go, oh, but if you pay the subscription, you can have the other half of your inventory back. That's not going to fly. They need to figure out additional um, incentives for people to subscribe and then make it optional because this 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 mandatory uh, uh, subscription bullshit is, I think, the biggest thing that drives people away. They go, I haven't logged into this game in two months. Why am I paying for it? And that's totally reasonable. Anyone want to jump in? We we had a caller on still, don't we? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, you know, <laughs> I I'm not really certain. I agree that the game needs to add free to play elements or uh, no. You're right. Its it, it doesn't. It's all. It already has free to play elements. Yeah, first right. Of all, let's it, be it, clear the, on that. What we have right now, does, what we've been getting is is what I would expect out of a free to play game. Well, like, yeah. I mean, I did certainly find it strange that. Recently, when I looked on the Mog Station, I think there's something like 400 items in the cash yes. shop. Holy, oh. holy I, I fuck mean, some my of, balls. Some of them are like different versions of the same It doesn't thing, matter. Yeah, there's 400 It items. doesn't matter. I don't even think there's over 50 items on the Blizzard cash shop. Holy crap. Yeah. It, it's ridiculous yeah, it how much. around 400. Like, dude, it's ridiculous how much they've put into that fucking cash shop. And again, totally justifiable if your game is free to play. Yeah, and I'm I'm certain that probably has a bit of the SE board of directors probably telling Yoshida, like, hey, like, you know, our mobile games in Japan are working really great. You know, let's add this sort of stuff to 14, because I'm sure those people will enjoy it. You know, once upon a time, he said that because he turned around 1.0 to 2.0, he has the clout to be able to push back against the corporate board. Did he say Ah. that? That that was that was in an interview once. Yep. Now he's part of the corporate board. He's prob- I mean, he's, I don't, I could say he's kind of talking out of his ass a little bit when he's probably says that because I mean, look, I don't want to stereotype Japan that much, but it's, these companies are quite rigid. I mean, we've seen this with a lot of like these Japanese development, uh, 
companies uh, in the last several years where they've kind of been struggling, you know, like such as Konami, they kind of just threw away their, you know, very successful uh, everything gaming, you know, franchises just to sort of focus a lot more on like pachinko and like gambling and all that stuff. And I, I do believe that uh, part of the reason why 14 is where it is, is just because of that very rigid, you know, we've got to make money. Let's add these things that we know work without really experimenting, I guess, too much with new ideas that maybe are going to put the game at risk, which Mm. in effect happened with 11. I mean, I'm not sure how many people played 11, but in Final Fantasy 11, when the second expansion Chains of Promethea came out, they did some things that were quite different with the content of that game where they added a lot of level capped uh, fights for the story, which a lot of people enjoyed, but there are a lot of other players who were less uh, hardcore about the game, more casual, that absolutely hated it. And this is around the time that WoW was starting to take off. And that's kind of when the first, in my opinion, exodus of Eleven actually started happening was around uh, like late 2005, early 2006, when people were not particularly happy with that expansion. So, you know, I think, and sort of the same vein with Wings of the Goddess, where they you know, didn't really finish the expansion when it came out and that also hurt the game. So I think they're very much, uh, they're very, uh, careful about what they do. Yeah. Well, a couple, a couple of things is that, you know, yeah, I do remember, um, the, some of the backlash against COP. Uh, I know specifically some of that backlash was around, uh, the fact that they had level capped, uh, so many portions of, of that expansion. Um, and the reason that they had level capped it is because, uh, FF11 was just coming out in North America for CLP, right? Like when it no, it came out at Zealot. Oh, n- well, oh, it came out. No, in you're right. You're right. October 2003 on PC. No, you're right. You're right. But uh, but again, the but the, the amount of COP- the amount of time the amount of time that you had to dedicate to get to job to 75. Oh, years. you know you know what I mean. Like th- it took so much time that a great deal of the player base that had joined up at Zillart right, didn't was not, get a, high, was level. not high enough level to even so start COP. It was so interesting because it, it made a concession. Because, you know, you know, that person on the forum complaining about mandatory difficult content, like we had to do that battle content at COP, but because not everyone was there, their solution was to level sync it to allow new players who were level 30 to still do all the hard end game content, which is an interesting way to go about it. And it was hard, but I thought it was I got people working together and I can understand the backlash, but. I, I remember what the backlash was specifically around. It was around the Ranger nerf. That was the thing that actually drove <laughs> people away was that big yep. Ranger nerf that happened going into COP. So that that's the first thing. And and you know what? If you're one of the people that left at the Ranger nerf, sorry, I don't have any sympathy for you. That was the really bad reason to, to leave an MMO. And they ended up kind of fixing Ranger a little bit down the line. So it's not yeah, like you would have been completely out of the game but um you know the real exodus for ff11 because what what happened is yes you would see 
some portions of the game leave, but there was always people that seemed to come in and replace them, right? You didn't really see a heavy population reduction of 11 until we started hitting things like the add-on scenarios Mm. and then Abyssia afterwards. That's really when we started to see the massive, massive drop-off of population in FF11. And, uh, you know, to me, I I think that, you know, FF14 is mirroring that in some way, shape, or form, except they don't have a, a couple of critical things bringing people back in. If you remember, FF11 came out on Xbox 360 somewhere like mid TOAU. It was pretty late in. Yeah. It was yeah, it was right. it was late, late in that uh in that game's lifetime that it hit Xbox and so you I remember bitching about I don't want Xbox noobs on my game. This is going to Remember we suck. were upset they got to keep their beta progress? Yes, they got <laughs> to keep their beta <laughs> progress. So, you know what I mean? Like I I remember at the time being incensed about it and then years later or kind of thinking about it again and was like that was like a, a very needed breath of fresh air and fresh blood coming to that game and probably extended the game's life by at least two or three years so so ff14 doesn't quite have that yet if they can get onto the switch or to the xbox and figure that out that would be helpful but I mean, un- unless they're can... really addressing the main problems with no the game right now, oh though? absolutely I... not no but that's the only way to make their current um their their current moves in terms of a marketing sense uh defensible if they had a new platform that this game was coming out on i would understand why they would be so interested in bringing new people in and developing more the early levels of the game right i would at least be able to understand that they don't have that and so it it makes when they do a new expansion and they're like oh we're revamping the battle system and there's going to be another uh you know xp jump and all of this other shit it it, it, you know unless they're making massive changes to any of the events it really doesn't mean anything to me because they don't have that potential audience of an xbox audience or a switch audience to be able to tap along with it so i think that it, it unless ff14 gets put on some new platforms they need to develop an entire expansion just for veterans well, I yeah, I mean, that could certainly help, but f- I know for me personally that a lot of my dissatisfaction with the game actually stems from the battle system itself. And if I had to put it, my complaints very simply and just crudely is that the battle system is very, uh, it's just simple. It's not... There isn't very much to it. I mean, you know, you basically press, you know, one, two, three, maybe you hit your, you know, five minute ability or three minute ability every sure. so often. And then you're dodging mechanics. But I think what's missing a lot about the game is um, like CCs. You don't really see, see, uh, see uh, like crowd control in this game very much. Right. Uh, you don't nope. like see things like sleep, you know, stun. I mean, for fights like, you know, like the major fights, like that's fine. But uh, when it comes to doing like dungeon content, like it's it's not very fun when you're effectively like every single mob in a dungeon is just a trash dummy that, you know, 
Well, you know, in 2.0, we used to sleep crowd control at mobs and dungeons. Uh, like, yeah, but then they took you, sleep you, away from us, you, didn't they? Yeah, you needed yeah. a black mage well, to, and to that, sleep. A lot of that things. has to do with their uh, desire not to add those abilities to every single class. So yeah. I can see why they maybe want to avoid that because we did run into a problem. I remember at launch in 2.0 when people were heavily grinding. Uh, the original content, like Omdeport Keep and Wanderer's Palace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of, I remember it was like, you'd get like a tank, a healer, and then like a bard, and I think it was Dragoon. I can't remember exactly which two classes, but I do remember it was basically like two jobs that were very like DDY specific that if we're going to like do these speed runs, like we want these two jobs and everybody just else. Gonna can say, do you remember, remember how cool it was back then when you actually got to a point where you were strong enough to AOE everything down? You felt like you earned that yeah. instead of just going in and it being that just every single dungeon, no matter what. When I was uh, uh, um, streaming a uh, mythic dungeon, I had somebody from LBR, you know, who played a lot of FF14 comes in and was absolutely blown away by the fact that we were having trouble and like needing to strategize around a trash pole. What? Wait, what? You were? Yeah. Well, because Mythic Dungeon, trash is sometimes even harder than what the bosses oh, are. Oh, in WoW. Yeah, yeah. Oh. In, in WoW. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It's just, it, it was not clicking in, yeah. uh, yep. in my head. Yep. He's like, this is so much more interesting and looks so much fun. You guys keep dying. This is amazing. Remember, remember Salvage, even the trash mobs had oh, yeah. consequences, mm-hmm. right? Like, you would lock yourself out of a piece of gear uh, if you didn't do something in the right order. Yeah. You know, like that kind of stuff I miss from MMOs. Uh, anyway, thanks so much for your call, Deuce. We appreciate yeah, it. Uh, do you have any shout outs before we let you go? Uh, Crimson Knights of Balmung? That's about oh, it. Oh, Balmung! Uh, All right. Hey, hey, come on. They're, they're pretty cool guys. Deuce. Deck. Deuce, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. If you want to be a caller to Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, limitbreakradio.com slash Discord. I did see that Sony Walkman had to uh, had to hang up. Call back if you want. Uh, we've got, I think, one more person. We, do have, well, we also have one more, more question as well. Uh, oh, we do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, let's let's left. let's do the last question then. Uh, a few minutes ago, you mentioned something unexpected about servers. Uh, four years ago, you told me that the uh, uh, server instra- infrastructure could support mega servers in the future. Are you maybe thinking about letting players move freely between servers? That is something we have thought about, but the wall created by different data centers does exist. Getting over that would be very challenging. Recently, we made it possible for players in the same data center to interact, gradually breaking down the wall between servers. We understand that with a community this strong, having those walls represented by data centers is not the best situation. We would like everyone to be together, you know, like every other MMO in the modern day. But that is a technical limitation that we built ourselves into. We're working to break those down and figure out ways around them slowly but surely hopefully one day we can get to a point where we're all together now now this i understand like there's actually a lot that's involved with making mega servers he Mm -hmm. says that the 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 question was that the server infrastructure could support mega servers but yet on expansion launch we have to have three instances per zone for like 50 people in each instance at a time like that to me does not scream our server infrastructure can support because and and i think the reason why is what he's saying is that the servers they have because remember they also got new servers can support 
mega uh, uh, structures, right? Like, like they there's probably people who use the same thing to do that, but because of the way that they've designed the game, mm. they've literally built themselves into walls. Well, Earl, earlier, on, Strife hang mentioned. On, hang on, can you imagine housing wards if we were on mega servers? How would they work? Just oh, have millions of wards. You can't. I mean, I don't think you can have that many. Why don't you just do it like ESO does it? Where when you walk onto your property, it's instantly instant. It's just your property. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the way that you would have to do it. Yeah. You would no longer be able to see any of your neighbors. And I think that there's going to be some people who would be a little bit butthurt about that. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I think I think that that's just, probably a better way to go. I, I think that Square Enix needs How to be often? a little bit more diligent about coding themselves into walls. You know, Strife mentioned that yeah. that Blizzard every two or so years goes through and extensively recodes their My servers. Last comment will be serious. Why are the best conversations for FF14 on the podcast? These should be done at SE, but all they care about are the whales at SE. Also, why no test servers yet? All valid questions there, Morgan Freeman. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't have any answers to that. I Neither like Enix. I like the idea of going shardless, though. Like, I like the idea of, of you know, making mega servers. Because you're right. Like, I mean, when I play Elder Scrolls Online, it's really helpful to never, like, the only thing that you have to ask is, like, are you, oh, are you on PS2 or Xbox? Because then I can't well, play with you. Well, not to you know mention, I mean? that, would, that would also help to solve this issue of places feeling like they're dead, right? Yes. Because as dead as they look to us, if you were to calculate all the people across all servers in any zone from 2.0 or whatnot, there's enough people. Right, and I know this because playing WoW, which is shardless, and going back and doing uh, world bosses from Missa Pandaria or or even further back, there are other people doing it. There's like 20, 30 people standing around with you because the shardless now puts you all in the same area, so it doesn't feel dead. Hmm, I like that. I mean, it makes sense. I I would like to see this out of FF14, but I also understand what they're saying where they've kind of coded themselves into... Oh, that doesn't surprise me at all. ...into a corner. No, it doesn't. I mean, no. Am I surprised by that? Absolutely fucking not. Um, But it is... I mean, I do think it's unfortunate. Like, ultimately, I think that that's the direction that that they should go. And I understand that that's going to be a lot of... A lot of hard and tedious work, but um, I think that it's better than having to merge servers. Right? Oh, absolutely. Like, merging servers is always a negative thing. Because, I mean, I don't know how they how they continue, how they would continue to justify. We've got 14 million players, but we have to condense <laughs> servers. But when you talk about going shardless, even though it's essentially me- doing the same thing as merging servers, you're, it just sounds like you're upgrading yes, something. because you're going to yeah. mega servers, and that sounds impressive. And Square Enix. Just hide. It really, what it does is it hides your population loss, which is smart. I mean, that's what you need for an MMO. Let's go back to our phone lines and talk to Doris Genovanian from Kujata. What's going on, Doris? Hello, how are you? Hey, very good. Thanks for giving uh, Limit Break Radio a call. Yeah, so I'm um, I'm actually quite enjoying the um, this new patch for the most part. Oh, what do you what are you liking yeah. out of it? Um, I actually quite enjoyed the you know the MSQ and last night I I did some uh, lost canals of Usnia. Um, I have heard really good things about that. I haven't done that yet. Like I I've heard that that is actually legitimately fun. 
it is a lot of fun, especially when you're doing it with, with friends. But um, I also want to talk about um, like some of the raiding that uh, perhaps uh, World of Warcraft does. Sure. Because, yeah, I have um, a friend who um, is World of Warcraft, and they said something about it, but, like the new raid being different, you know, being different depending on if you're playing on Horde or Alliance. Ah, you're talking about the one that's coming out in patch 4 or in 8.1, whatever one we're on for, for that, in, in the next patch, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, Yoshi, Yoshi should be, you know, taking cues from all this shit, because doesn't he go to BlizzCon himself? Yeah, he does, yeah. He yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, so he's in the middle of fucking BlizzCon. He might as well have his fucking pants down, looking like <laughs> a fucking idiot. <laughs> well, and what what do we get? what do we get? We get four fucking circle arenas. Yeah, yeah. So no so, trash. So for those wondering, yeah. like what he's talking about, it, it's it's the siege of Zolzadar, and basically hordes start from one side of this raid and work their way through, eventually fighting Jaina, one of the alliance uh, faction leaders, on the other side, and the alliance fight through it in the opposite direction, eventually fighting one of the horde leaders on the other side. That sounds neat. Yeah. Are they going to have the same bosses in chat? I think that they do, yes. Which I'm curious how that's going to work difficulty-wise, because usually, you know, you have like a scaling difficulty to get harder and harder and harder as you as you go through them. Wait, I'm who's sure. the alliance fight? Uh, Jaina. The alliance fights Jaina? Oh, sorry, sorry. No, the alliance, I'm not sure. Uh, um, uh, he says six bosses are the same, three are unique. So the last three that you fight will be unique to your faction. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's kind of neat. Yeah. But uh, no, we just get uh, four circle rooms and four bosses turning into, you know, little boys and girls at the end, which Anira is super, super hyped about. <sighs> Shut up. <laughs> but I, I mean, Indeed. like, ESO, uh, and I may be incorrect about this because I've never actually done this event. ESO's got a raid that is also a PvP zone. So each faction starts from a different portion of the raid, and you could end up running into... Is this the one that you showed me or no 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 no, no. that's okay, that's okay. just the pvp zone gotcha. that has like quests and you stuff can actually run into people in the raid in the itself PvP yeah oh, okay now because because the the way that you had described the new wow raid made me think of this instantly mm-hmm. is you know imagine if yeah you're the alliance is working from one side the hordes working from the other side but at some point you guys end up meeting up and you oh. gotta fight each other you know what I mean? Like how how interesting is that? What's what's the like outcome Dark of that? Souls like had a boss like that. Like if you lose, like <laughs> how does that? I have no idea. I've not done this oh, event yet. I really want to do it though. Interesting. Yeah, it's called the sewers, the Imperial City sewers. Yeah. Oh, um, Strife also wants me to point out that that we're also getting a second raid next patch as well with two bosses in it, which is a little bit more akin to what you'd probably be used to, Nika. Mm-hmm. And Dark on Flare correcting me, it's not a raid, it's a public dungeon. So that's still, still though, really, really cool. Though. Right? Like, but just it's in a concept. Cool concept, and it's like nothing that we see in this game. Right, exactly. Like it, it could FF14 do something that cool? I mean, I mm-hmm. technically I mean, maybe, but I mean, do they have the creativity to try to think through something like that? I just I I've not seen any evidence of that. Final Fantasy 14 players. Go ahead. Sorry, we're, we're meant to be getting a public in the fourth Eureka zone. You think so? Are we getting a fourth Eureka zone or are we only getting three? No, we definitely are. We're getting one in 4.4 and one in 4.5. Okay. Hmm. 
I've also heard that the next Eureka Zone is going to contain um, armor again. Aww. Yeah, that's great. What's it going to be? Item level 370? That's not going to help Nika catch up to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. uh. Anyway, Doris, thanks for the call. We appreciate it, man. Thank you. If you want to give us a call, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. If Sony Walkman or Discman or whatever wants to call back, you've got uh, open phone lines to do so. Again, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash discord can i just say really quick about the because i feel like this is something else that always comes back to bite yoshi p in the ass when he's like oh yeah you know we're looking at other mmos you know and taking what works for them and implementing them or when he goes to blizzcon where hold on that 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 first of all that quote was way 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 back in 2.0 he said in creating what we have now they looked at what worked in eastern mmos and what worked in western mmos and took the best of both that is something that he said very, very early on, and we could see in a lot of it. Fates, for example, were taken right out of Guild Wars 2. Okay? Sure, yeah. Anyway, so he goes to stuff like BlizzCon, and we we feel like that should be something that, that helps. Like, he should be able to look at these other games, see what works, and use them to make the game better. Maybe don't just crib off doesn't. WoW. Maybe don't just crib off WoW. But they're not even taking anything from yeah, WoW. I agree. They're not taking the best things from WoW, but it seems like they have they have all of the same baggage that WoW had circa 2008. And, and, and in fact, someone earlier in, in one of our calls, you know, had, had also brought this up, mentioning how, how Yoshi, he thinks that Yoshi is maybe afraid of change. And I feel like if you're paying attention to other games, WoW specifically, you see that drastic change can work to your advantage. Yeah. That's what Legion was. It was such a drastic change from Warlords of Draenor, and it worked out great. And when you changed from 1.0 to 2.0, it worked out great. Why yeah. can't you do it again? That's scary. I know, but it works. But it's scary. Well, I, I think, I, and, you know, we had talked. He's talk- been quoted saying he wants to take risks. He said that. No, he right- bullshit. He did. He said that before Diadem, and even though it was bad, we we're like, okay. He said he was going to take risks, and at least we were holding him to that. He At least he's showing us he's taking risks. Right. And he kept saying, like, you know, I want to do this new content. I want to do something that's different. I need, you know, he actually flat out was quoted it, it, that he but, wanted to try new things. Right. And then he stopped. But I, 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 I mean, th- Eureka is still something new, I guess. But the thing is, is now that's not changing either. They found right. what worked as a base and we're like, OK, this is a good starting point. And he's like, all right, it works. Copy paste. Yeah. <sighs> and that's kind of, excuse me. That's kind of the problem, right? Like that's I think that's a bigger problem than just not being inspired. It's like they find. Yeah, you're right. They find out what works and then they they're so afraid to deviate from that. Yep. Yep. And then when they do deviate from that, it's in like the worst possible way, right? Like the original, when they had put Pagos out before they had patched it, right? Like they changed the event, but they changed it in the worst possible way. Oh yeah. They basically like, oh, this is what people are complaining about. Take out the complaint, but don't put anything in there to make up for what we took out. Wait, what did they change? Uh, where, you know, the train was less oh, effective yeah, 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 and yeah. all of that. They added more XP to them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Which was, I mean, it was a complaint, right? Like the train's kind of boring. It would be nice if both methods were valid and then they just went too far one way with it. The train is boring. Fix it. Removes train. uh, (laughs) That's not exactly what we were going (laughs) for. Nope. Square Enix. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, I I mean, and I I think that that's got to be something that that they have to take up the mantle of, of fixing. 
You know what I mean? Like that's that's something. Remove Yoshi. Like like I'm sorry. That's where I'm at now. He he may be a good guy, and I know that he turned it around from 1.0. But if you if if anyone wants this game to 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 change, and I want to say get better, right? Because a lot of people like this game. But if you want to see change in this game, you have to get rid of Yoshi. See again, I don't think I think if we just plucked him out right now, that would be a bad idea. That's yeah, why I think I he agree. just needs to step down from one of the roles, share the responsibility, yeah. and then there slowly need, he can face himself out. There right? needs to be someone that 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 can meet him on his level or challenge him. You know what I mean? Give him a boss then. Someone who has more authority than he does. He can have Yoshi decide whether he wants to be producer or director and then put somebody else in that position. That yep. that way he's sharing power with someone. That makes sense to me. Well, they have to do something. Okay, but as it I mean, is, I'm not, not granted. I'm not a Square Enix corporate expert or anything. I was going to say, would the Japanese uh, company culture allow someone else who has just now recently taken over Yoshi's secondary position? Would that company culture allow that second person to actually make changes, or would Yoshi still be doing the second job? Uh, inadvertently anyway uh, I, I think that they would have to I mean again because I think, the big- I think that's what Robbie's going or Kyle is going for when he's saying that we have to remove Yoshi because even with his presence there people will still report straight to Yoshi hmm. it's still because Yoshi maybe. because Japan yeah. maybe I don't because know Japan <laughs> I don't know, guys. I don't know. Uh, did we have that last call? I don't back? think no? so. I never okay. called back. All right. That's fine. We gave him enough time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's going to be it uh, for this episode of Limit Break Radio. Again, I want to remind you guys, next week, starting next week, we're going to be available. We're still going to be doing the live show, but it's going to be available to check out over at twitch.tv slash checkpoint radio. If you haven't followed it already, make sure you head on over there. Follow it now. Uh, that way you'll get alerted when we go live next week and you won't be like oh hey where's limit break radio i know at least there's going to be like four or five people that come over to this channel that's being very very generous. and i'm like where's the show this week guys so it's going to be on you guys since i'm going to be on a on a fucking plane right it's going to be on you guys to sit in the chat room and remind them that we're now featured over at twitch.tv slash checkpoint radio you mean lloyd's job yeah <laughs> That, that yeah the, okay he, he, he can he yeah. can help with that who but you guys have to oversee it make sure that it's happening uh anyway so like i had said uh big changes in store for limit break radio moving forward uh big changes for checkpoint radio moving forward can't talk about exactly what those are just yet Probably not going to talk about him now that I think about it, since I'm not going to be here next week. Probably not going to talk about it very much next week. But, you know, stay tuned because we are going to tell you exactly what's going on. Please look forward to it. Please look forward to it. Again, uh, a reminder, uh, you know, kind of your last chance to get in on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. If, you know, like, I don't think we can delete the account um, until the next charge goes through is that i think i don't know uh so we're gonna charge charge him one more time and then then end it yes i think i can like either block people from patreon or like end their subscription Hmm. maybe Mm, don't want to do that we i think we just need to figure out how to like just close down the account I'm sure there's a way. We can figure it out. Yeah. Let's anyway, but we're still going to take time. your money one more time, all right? And and, <laughs> and by the way, well, if you're above $20, send you two postcards. Wow. Two? Two. Two. 
You didn't talk to the accountant about that. There's no money in the budget. Nope. Can't do it. It's happening. Can't do it. It's happening. Rejected. It's happening. Damn. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash Checkpoint Radio. Join That's us happening. over there next week. Uh, we got one more call. Oh. oh I told him no. No. Uh, no? He's not on the line. Want me to get him on the line? Yes. All right. Jesus. <laughs> Lloyd, you piece of shit. What did, <laughs> why would you tell him no? Because we're wrapping up. I, it doesn't matter if you we're said wrapping we were up. done. It doesn't matter. You said we gave him enough time. Don't reject it's a over. fucking okay. phone Let's call. Get him in here. Wrap it God. up. God. You're terrible at your job. No, Lloyd is. And you said we were done. You guys got to communicate here. You got to be one-on-one. On one. While I was through my going through my, my outro spiel, I got another notice that there was a call. So we'll take it. Why would you say no? Because you already said we were done. No, you let me make that decision. This is a fluid show. <laughs> and he can unmake it. That's yeah, right. You did make the decision. Thank you, Nika. No, what I didn't. Wow, you have Nika on your side, Jux. How does that feel? It would feel a lot better if she had 380 items. <laughs> oh, my God. Get out of here. So we're trying to get our final caller on the line. Who was it? Was it, was it the Walkman guy? It was Incognito Monk. That sounds new. Yeah. Sounds like a new caller, and you just chased him away. Way to go, Juxta. You were just like, no. You dumb dick. We don't want you. Why would I'm you do that? I'm trying. Why would you do this? If I was Incognito, I'd be like, no, man. No, you didn't want me. Fuck you now. Yeah. I get it. I understand. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you, Incognito. Juxta's a dick. Wow. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Lloyd, are you here? To the beat. No. No. Well, you fucked it up. Yeah, done fucked up, buddy. You fucked it up. Good job. I'm blaming that on Lloyd. No, I'm blaming that on you. Mm-hmm. Lloyd had the call ready, and you dumped him for some reason. Because you two made no more calls! I did not! You said we are done. We gave him enough time. I said we're That's why I said stop no. it. Stop You it. said no more calls. We gave him enough time. All right, it's time to end the show. You said that. I don't think he said no I more was say, calls. I was, yeah, no, I said that about Sony Discman. Yeah, if we have no more calls, we'll end the show. But I don't then know another, where you're getting Sony Discman from. There's no Sony Discman! And then another call came in, so that starts the show back up. There is no Sony Discman. He mentioned it in chat. What the fuck are you talking about, Lloyd? There's no Sony Discman. Wow. You just fucked up the end of this whole show. Man, what a train wreck. It's a good thing that this wasn't our last episode. Yeah. You yo-sheeped this up good. Wow. <laughs> Maybe it should be. Way to go. Thanks a lot. Well, we apologize, Incognito Monk, for Juxta's incompetence. We're usually better than this. Yeah, you deserve better. I'm, than I'm this. really, we, we're really sorry, man. He re, he really fucked us up on this one. He so really screwed bad. the pooch. Don't do that. Don't screw the pooch. That is a horrible expression after what we were talking about on the show today. Why do you need to screw all the animal people? <laughs> Okay, Nika has a good point. <laughs> Her one good point <laughs> I in the history of the show. Furry. Anyway. Oh, we right. got him back. He's Are you the, sure? I, he's here. I was about to wrap up. Oh, good. You want to say we're having now more calls again and then say we have more calls again? You know what? We're all done here. We're not even going to take no, the call no, no more. Oh, no, he's online. He's online right now. He's listening right now. Incognito Monk from Gilgamesh. Welcome to Limit Break Radio. How's it going? Sorry about all that. No, like, we oh, apologize. No, 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 no. We apologize. This is Juxta's fault. He fucked that one up, so that's that's <laughs> on him. He has to take that to the grave. Yeah. Don't worry about it. What's happening? 
Oh, nothing much. I was calling regarding to the conversation you guys were having with the one caller earlier about replacing Yoshi P and everything. Yes. I had a, I had just a small theory on that. And this is just my opinion. It possibly could be wrong, but I know Yoshi P is like the figurehead of everything. I mean, we all know he has bosses. Is there, I think there's a really big possibility that like everything that he's saying in the interviews, I don't think that's him talking. I think that's his suits talking. You think? He might want to do all these yeah, I think that, I think he wants to do a lot of stuff, but honestly, because of the way like especially Japanese companies are, let's take a look at Sega. You know, they're so rigid and like, no, we want to do it this way. This is the only way to do it. We're not going to change, even if we're losing money, Sonic. <laughs> so, <laughs> I really think that everything that he's saying in the interviews is the, his suits. Maybe, and it's possibly. A, I, I, I think the overworked too. I, I, you know what? I think the oh, over sure. the overworked thing. I think is definitely 100. a greater possibility than uh, than the suits. I think that you know he hmm. may have he may have a set of talking points that he's given, but you know he he he's the guy in charge of making the decisions on this game, and uh, you know I unless they put out somebody that supersedes his authority he's the only person that we can go to to figure out what the fuck is going on with this game and, and he has to bat for us true. against the corporate overlords at square enix apparently i'm just saying apparently it still falls to allegedly him. well yes yeah he's the guy that would have to and allegedly he's put himself in harm's way to try to keep his vision of this game pure as in no pay to win ha remember that but I mean, in his in his defense, in his defense, there isn't a pay to win yet. So no, there isn't. Not Time is money, win. friend. I mean, that's one way to look at it. But most everything that they've put in the cash up has been cosmetic. Yeah. So it's 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 hard. For, I mean, yes, it's ridiculous. I don't know why. But hashtag praise Juxta. Shut up, Thank Dolvik. You, Dolvik. No. Agreed. Praise Juxta. <laughs> no. Juxta has to work with these imbeciles every single week. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Who, who, Let's who, complain about it. Who missed the call? You. you. Did. No, you did. You did. No, you did. <laughs> you did. You did. You fucked that one up. Mm-mm. Uh-huh. Mm-mm. You have, oh God, a, you have everyone on this show thing. blaming you for that. Stop talking back to your daddy. Yeah. But do you want to do you want to do you want to maintain a mic? No. Done. Done. I don't want a mic. Well, you don't have one. Done. Anyway. Anyway. So. No. So. Uh, uh, classic <laughs> just a tantrum. You can, you can leave. You can leave. You can leave. We need someone to hang up the phone call, don't we? Mm, not really. Oh, okay. We can just mute it. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh, no, I, I mean, I. I I, I think that that is an optimistic way of looking at it. It's an excuse we've also, I think, given to him in the past. Yeah, and I'm I think, fed up with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll agree with that because I think that we've we've kind of maybe reached that conclusion in the past. But you know, it, it, if it if the if the net result 
is that we still get the same copy and paste style of development, then, you know, it's it's moot whether it's coming from Yoshi P or his superiors. Whoever is being the gatekeeper of this content not changing needs to leave. And if he can't figure out a way to get past those forcing him to do it, then I would argue that he still needs to be replaced by someone who can navigate those waters. We would need somebody who ever replaced him that not only would have the ideas to bring forth to the table, to bring the change that we would need for the game, but also would have the nuts to go and say, we don't want that. You know, the customers have spoken. Yeah, you have the numbers to back this up, but look at the forums, look at Reddit, look at the podcast. Everyone is saying, we don't want this. But at the same time, is there that kind of person inside of Square Enix because Square Enix as a company hasn't put out anything that I would consider good in quite a while right like if they, if they do they put it out through one of their one of the, the other development companies that they've acquired like Crystal Square Dynamics Enix just publishes it they don't actually exactly. develop it right when it comes to games that they themselves have developed in house I think that there is a serious cultural problem at Square Enix and I don't think that it's just Yoshi P. I, I don't know if if they just have a glut of money or if if just it's it's you know mediocrity that's raining. I, I don't know what it is. You know, people especially with a with a company that has a heritage as long as Square Enix's does. You get people who show up to work and do nothing for the eight hours that they're there, leave and collect a paycheck. Because, eh, you know, there wasn't anything for me to do today. And and I think right. I just, I, you know, like that's a gigantic company that uh, I, I, I think has not put out a satisfying game in probably five years, maybe even longer. So I, I, even longer. And I, 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 I just think that there's something deeper that that. The, the that there's something more wrong at the company than they're willing to admit. I think it might be a Japanese company thing too, because again, Sega's in the same same rut with a certain blue hedgehog that they keep shoving out. With you know, I mean, they say they keep changing certain things, but it's overall like you know, you see the same problems. They gave them a you scarf. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I forget about that. <laughs> uh, but again, I, I, you know, Dolvik brings up a good point. I trust SE, SE, the publisher, Life is Strange, Octopath Traveler, Tomb Raider. I don't trust SE, the game maker. I 100% agree yeah. with that. I totally agree with that. And that's unfortunate because they've been responsible for some of the games that I have loved the mm, most throughout nah, history. Square Soft was responsible for those. Yeah. I, I, I mean, yes, Squaresoft, but some came out of Square Enix as well. Which one? Uh, FF10. Uh, no, we looked that up on, oh, that on Checkpoint. Square. That was the last Squaresoft, Squaresoft game, I think. FF11? If 10 was the last too. one that came out of Squaresoft, then Nessie had to be FF11. I'm, I'm looking, pretty sure, I'm looking this I'm up pretty now. sure it was. Yeah. So, mm. I, you know, I, I there uh, there are games that, you know, Etsy has put out that I've liked, but not game. recently. There's a game. There's a game. <laughs> 11 is square also. Uh, that's a deuce of thing. Incognito Monk, thank you so much for joining us. I'm glad that we were able to take your call. 
Yeah, my bad for that confusion again. No, nope, that was Juxta's fault. Don't even worry about it, man. That was not. That had nothing to do with you, and had everything to do with this guy right over here. Thanks, uh, thank you, Monk, for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, so, uh, no problem. You have a good one. Thanks, man. Final Fantasy XI was developed by SquareSoft before April first, two thousand and three, and then later taken over by Square Enix. Mm. Oh, so it was first. It was out for about a year. Then, so it right? was. It was developed by and then taken over. Interesting. Yep. yep. Didn't know that. Hmm. So no, Square Enix has never made a game you like. It's kind of sad. It is extremely sad. All right, that's going to do it for Limit Break Radio this week. Now you can stop taking calls, Juxta. Oh, okay. Glad. What if a call comes in right now? You going to take that one too? Sure. If it came in right now. See, you're a liar. Well, then don't ever stop taking calls. Always be taking calls. ABTC. We're never going to get out of here, though. People are going to start trolling. ABTC. Always be taking calls. Just always be taking. Always. ABC. Lines are always open. You can. Even when we're not live. Always be call, ABC. Actually, I mean, we do have a voicemail system, so if you wanted to call when we weren't live, you could leave us a voicemail that we would play here on the show. Oh, I forgot when we used to advertise that as a thing. That's right. It's a thing that we still do. <laughs> Did we ever check that? Mm, not not recently. No one's left a voicemail in a really long time. Probably because we never answered the voicemails. Mm. Or, or play them. That's true. We haven't played one in a Just long Just like time. how we never read emails anymore, so we don't get any more emails. That's true. We don't We don't really read very many emails, do we? It's because they send us dumb emails. Remember how long those were getting? Like, people were writing us fucking novels. That's true. I mean. When it was, like, upwards of seven paragraphs, yeah. Like, maybe you should just call. Remember when our show outlines were 80 pages long? Remember when we used to do three hours of this show? Ugh. Ugh. We're pushing two and a half right now. I remember. I <laughs> Uh, speaking remember of speaking of uh, changes, remember again next week we're going to be over at twitch.tv slash checkpoint radio and uh, we, we, we are going to be explaining these changes eventually, but we're not really 100% sure when. Everybody's got to be here for it. They're so big everyone has to be here for it. Kinda, he does yeah. not want to leave this to me and Juxta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially not just YouTube. Yeah. So uh, anyway, again, next week over at twitch.tv slash checkpoint radio. Remember to follow it now if you haven't. That's going to be it for this week of checkpoint radio. Thanks so much for Wait, joining oh, us. Really? Checkpoint radio? Uh, limit break. <laughs> <laughs> See, I go into, job. I went into autopilot. Thanks so much for joining us this week for limit break radio. We are Appreciate all of the calls. Thank you to Doris, Incognito Monk, Deuce, Nutella Waffles, and of course, Mr. Happy, who announced he will be with us over at the After Party Esports Arena, the Friday of Fan Fest. Make sure you join us. It's going to be a blast. LimitBreakRadio.com to RSVP and to get the podcast. For my crew, Nika Kayanian, Juxtaposition, and Kyle Landis, I'm Nero. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. This episode was produced by Kyle Landis, Juxtaposition, and Kooky Persona. 
Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Mary Kennett, Nexian Theta, Hirsch Fersh, Talen Vieira, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at facebook.com slash Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at diamondmm.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.